How are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? It's the first uh, video pod. Indeed, indeed. So I don't know if that's going to increase or decrease viewership. It's the name of the podcast. Tough scene. Welcome. That's correct. Uh, this episode sponsored by Jello Ball. Is that right? Yeah. Jello Ball, very little listener. You know, without um, him, we wouldn't be able to expand the video. No, well, you know, he got, he had a pretty sizable investment here, so we were able to get some production equipment. That's great. I'm, I'm um, glad to hear that. We're just down here in Jack's basement, smelling his poop. Yeah. Because he decided to just take an absolutely disgusting dump. And do what you have to do. And you didn't. Go, you and, and he didn't turn the fan on. Well, that's the thing. Um, that's the first debate here. Is well, you I, think um, debate is. Less so whether you should turn the fan on. Should always turn the fan on. That's that's a fair point. I'll, I'll concede that. Baku seems to think the reason why they exist is for poops. I don't think. True. I don't think that's accurate. True. That and then the. the I think a contractor's son should probably know that. It's for the. It's for like the water too. I guess right. right. The moisture well, in there. I think more so to get make sure mold doesn't like spread into the walls, for like water and stuff. Because that doesn't circulate. I mean, where's that? Where's the steam gonna go out of there? It's gotta go into the fan. It's gotta go into the fan. But it also is for. It's also, well, I don't really know, but I don't even know that it works really. It works. Well, because it sucks the moisture out of the air. No, dude, trust me, it works. It's, it gets the air out. I, it could be placebo. Did you light the candle? I did not light the candle. Bro, light the candle, please. Could have you gave up? I gave up. Oh my god. I guess, uh. I'm trying to think, did I leave a candle lit in my apartment? I don't think I did. It's a little too late now, isn't it's it? A, it's a lot too late. I think well, it would have burned out it by now. It would have just burned down. It wouldn't have set fire. Or no. Plus, you know my smoke detectors aren't in place. Yeah, too late. That's right. Dude, I almost... I definitely would have set them up because I cook so much and, like, I don't burn stuff, but it makes it smoky, so... So you just said screw it? Yeah. Just unplug them? Because they go it's off... It's way to live. I let li- a... When, um... When Bill and Connor visited my apartment, I almost set my whole place on fire. I'd use my fire. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was cooking like five different things at once. It's like really multitasking, and I spilled hot oil on the stove. Oh my and god! Just, and I, I was like, you know what? I, I know you're not. I, I, my two options was use a towel or use a fire extinguisher. And I was like, I'll use fire extinguisher. Yeah, might as well. You can't use water on a grease fire. No, I figured that out this year actually. It gets really bad at school. I know. Was it last year? Forget if it was this year or last year at school, but my pan, like, started, like, going crazy. Mm-hmm. So I dumped some cold water oh in it. God. And that thing almost lit me on fire, dude. It went up yeah, straight dude, up. You're, you're lucky you still have eyebrows. I know. It went up, dude. I had to take the pan outside and just put it outside. Yeah. And then sophomore year, I remember in our apartment, my roommate put, um, like, the red corn pepper flakes or whatever mm. on some shrimp. And it and it went up. And all my roommates, like, it was, I think it was a Friday night. Mm-hmm. And I was cook- I was showering. And all of a sudden, the fire alarm started going off, and I'm like soap on my body, part of the shower. Okay. And no one told me that they were evacuating the apartment. Wow. Cause I thought I thought it was like someone else's apartment, and it was ours. Cause like we're it was all so close. So I'm in the shower, and I like I like get like whatever. I get my towels on. I like, peek my head out into the hallway, and my roommates are like sprinting up and down the apartment, hiding all like the contraband we had out. Because we knew if you set the fire alarm off, there's probably going to be a cop that's going to come into your apartment, right, or whatever. Maybe, yeah. So, like, we, they were, like, scrambling to put away stuff, like, hide all the alcohol and, like, everything. Like, we couldn't even have alcohol signs. Like, so, they're, like... Really? No. So, they're, like... Because this was sophomore year. Mm-hmm. So, we're in technically, like, a dorm, right? Yeah. So, they're, like, scrambling. I'm, like, naked still. 
So I'd get on my clothes, and we had to, like, evacuate our apartment. And, like, what happened? We, like, we told him, you know, what, and then, like, oh, it's fine. Like, we didn't, didn't have to have a cop come up. But yeah. it was just, like, the, I was, like, thanks for telling me, guys. As like, I just, I'm just in the shower alone. Yeah. I remember my freshman year, our dorm, alumni hall is kind of infamous for having a fire alarm go off all the time. So it's, like, so it's unsafe. Well, yeah, that's probably part <laughs> of it. But just generally, it goes off false alarms, like, constantly. And, um... Whenever it happened, it was like our opposing dorm, Dylan, would start blasting. We didn't start the fire under the <laughs> window. They were all standing in the courtyard in the freezing cold. There would be people getting out of the shower. Because, you know, those, if you're in a dorm with 100 guys, there's somebody showering at every At all times, at yeah, every minute. at all times. So if there's a fire alarm going off, that means someone's, someone's in the shower. If not, multiple people. Someone's, not, someone's also going to be in the bathroom. Exactly. I remember, uh, oh, this back. is the classic story. This is, what, that was fourth and fifth grade, that building? Yeah. So how our school district worked is, we had a fourth and fifth grade building. I don't know if that's how it is cross country. Intermediate but school. Yeah, it's an intermediate school, and a fire alarm went off, and you know everyone files out. And I just remember we're getting to like the where the two main hallways meet the exit of like the main you know lobby of the school, and this kid who I will not name is coming out of the bathroom with his pants like at his thighs. Like he's still pulling up his pants, and there's just poop on his butt. And he's like, no, 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 wait for me. And he's like. He's like, just like waddling out of the bathroom as he's pulling up his pants, like full, like not wiped, bro. I remember it was just so disgusting. Do you know I got in really big trouble during a fire alarm, fifth grade. Um, do you remember Clippy? The and I remember Microsoft Word things. It was the little paper clip that like helped you out with stuff. Mm. Really? No. Wow. Well, maybe if I saw it, but I'll I'll pull up a picture. I can't on my phone. Yeah, I'll um, look it up. I think it's called Clippy. Clippy? I think. Oh, hold on. Now it's not called Clippy. Clippy Windows. What, it, what was it? Like, I don't understand. When did we use it? This thing. Clippy. Remember this? Oh, yeah, yeah, Clippy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you can make them yeah. do jumps and stuff. And I was like, that's kind of all we did yeah. during yeah. when we were using that. So I, um, the alarm is going off and I was walking back from the bathroom and so I basically saw an opportunity. So I went and I deleted Clippy from all of the computers. You know how we had like a kind of our own computers? Yeah. I just deleted them from all of them but mine. <laughs> and like they Dude, they why? I got caught. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I was just uh It's such hacker behavior. It was because I just wanted cuz everyone loved it and I was like I want to be on with Clippy on my it's still probably the lowest so is this when people were getting out of the building? Yeah. Oh no! It, it was. It was no one was. The alarm was going off. So you stayed. Yeah. You just dipped. Well, I was just. I was walking back from the bathroom when the alarm went off, and everyone was already like gone, and obviously I, I was supposed to go down. Right. And they were like doing room checks, and they caught me in there. And they, they said, caught. Yeah, and they sent me to the office. Did they really? Yeah. Did they catch you in the act of doing it? Yeah, I didn't. I I probably got like seven off. Like I didn't even. I wasn't even close. They're they're asking me what I was doing, and I lied. I didn't. What did she say? I don't know. I was like, well, because they weren't gonna put two and two together. They were gonna be like, he was trying to delete Clippy off of all the computers. So I was like, Do you remember uh, the chicken documents? So we had this librarian. In, this is middle school, sixth, seventh, and eighth, <laughs> and her name was, was it Mrs. Naylor. Wolfson. Or no, Wolfson was the sub. sub. We were just online shop. You're right, it was Naylor. Naylor. And Jack had this stupid-ass document. It was like, how many pages? 12 pages? It was a lot more than that. Or maybe like 20 or 30 pages. It was a lot of pages. 
and it's called what you can do. So it had like paragraphs, like oh. an essay format, and then it had like Venn diagrams, bar charts, types of graphs. On the document though was chicken, mm-hmm. so it just said chicken, 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 chicken. And this kid printed out like twenty pages of the chicken document, yeah. and we just hear her like spaz and like who printed this out? Who printed this out? Like, and we're just sitting there like geeking out. Oh, dude, I forgot about that. Dude, we that was ah, uh, dude, the chicken. I did, I forgot about it too. It was because it wasn't. It was mostly me, but it wasn't just me. And oh my god, she got so pissed. Cause yeah, because you she was like, she'd be running to cancel it on the printer. You wasted it. Did it shift? Like when we printed stuff, she would give it to like yeah. Like, like we, we were not allowed. Off the printer. That's why she went to go. Yeah, we were not allowed to just go rogue on the printer no. for that reason. We literally proved the reason why we couldn't. Exactly. I was gonna say yeah. Was, I've always <laughs> my whole like using technology for fuckery has yeah. been, I've been doing that for a long time. You have, I guess. It's and just, then and then uh, Salem got promoted in high school when we oh, ran the school boy. newspaper. My mother's calling me. It should be interesting. Let's see. Hello? Are you eating dinner with us tomorrow because we're on getting up for life? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not about to like this. Do you want a ribeye or a filet? I'll, I'll take a filet. I'll take a filet. Okay. Alright, bye. Upper class. This, this is my life now. Very I, upper this, class. I live with my parents. Did you have the ribeye or the filet steak? Live with my parents. What is that complaint? Your parents are asking you what type of steak you want. I don't like living at home. It's what terrible. That's like the worst time to complain about being at no, home. No, it's terrible. When your parents are calling you. Do you want it's a terrible. ribeye steak or a filet mignon? No, I'm moving on, bro. It's terrible. Um, After this, come home and I watch Paul. He's like watches the show alone, and it's like where they stick. It's where they the one where they drop people in the woods. And whoever survives the longest wins. They oh. get, like, ten personal items. Interesting. So it's, like, naked and afraid, but, like, a little less intense. Do they give them personal items? Yeah, but it's more real than, like, naked and afraid. Like, I've never seen naked and afraid, so I don't like, know. Yeah. Okay. Ten okay. personal okay. items. But, like, Paul sits there and he's armchair quarterbacks the entire show. He'll be like, I don't know what this guy's doing. I'd be making a shelter, not yeah. fishing. And, and, and I have to, like, and I'll sit there and I'll be like, Paul, you would have been picked up by the helicopter like eight hours in, dude. And then, I, and then he thinks he can make fire. So I told him, I'm, I'm like, order the fire kits off Amazon, like flint and steel. With flint and steel. And well, I could probably do that. No, see, this is the problem. This is no, next I, I, topic. Men overrate their athletic ability to such a well, I insane make, max. I, I learned how to make fire with flint and steel in Hunger Games camp in fifth grade. So and it worked. I made fire. I mean, they gave after me- how long? Does it matter how long when you're surviving in the wilderness? Did or? you have to get kindling? Yes. How long? Yeah. Was it how dry out? It takes, it takes time. Was it dry? Yeah. Okay, what if it's raining? Then you're fucked. Okay, then. See what I'm saying? Well, okay, yeah, you're not making fire. But with I think stuff. the show idea should be this. They should record people like Paul watching the show for like five seasons. Yeah. And then they should stick him out there and play the highlights of him saying, I would have done this, I would have done this. Yeah. It's like, dude, these people are out there on... Um, they've had one piece of salmon yeah. in a span of eight days. Yeah. One glass of water over that time. It's kind of like... And, and yeah. you're sitting there on the couch in your brand new built house on your 80-inch like, you know, screen right. TV saying, yeah. well, I wouldn't have built my shelter that way. Where do they put... Do they put them in like tropical climates? No. Okay. No, they're in like Canada. 
Like, wilderness. Uh, yeah. They're in the I forest. In the they're in the forest. Like, they're getting no, no, stalked. I'm not that delusional. Oh, dude, they're That's getting stalked by bears and, like, mountain lions. The TV show Survivor, it's the same thing, but they're in Fiji. Like, That's so it's, easier. It's, it's easier, and there's... And it's a TV show, it's different. They give them rice, too. They don't give you food in the show. They don't yeah. give you food. They give you, like, you get 10 items. But, you don't get, but the thing is, they don't give you fire. So if you can't make fire, you can't cook that rice. And, and it's hard. And yeah, but also there are 12 people. Yeah. So there's comfort in numbers. Definitely. These people are out there alone. It's more of a social kind of thing, more than like... It's a completely a social, social and it's a TV show. Yeah. Like... What about TV shows? Yeah, but this one's different. Okay. This one's way more real. Okay. Like, this one's like... They're survival. These people are survival experts, not like regular people. So it's not like... Okay. So it's like... They get these are crazy. people who they do this for, like, fun. This is their hobby. Okay. And then they, they put it to the test by going on the show. Yeah. And it's still ridiculously hard. Like, yeah. people are still dropping out after, like, eight days. Like, half the people are gone. Yeah. And I'm like, these are people that have been doing this for years. Yeah. I mean, what happens if, like... Someone builds like a solid shelter, has a nice fire. They they can last for like weeks. Well, there's like, but even there's this one guy that killed the moose. Yeah. How? He couldn't survive on it. How did he kill? There wasn't enough fat content. Too lean of a meat. No, but literally, how did he kill a moose? Uh, I think he had a bow or something. That was a different season. But there was one guy who killed a, a bison or a buffalo. My dad said. What? He said he did it with a knife. He jumped on its back and was like just stabbed it. Like imagine how barbaric that is. How awesome that is. Bro, like, jump on the back of an animal and just bison? Oh my god. Like a spider monkey just Yeah. It's awesome. That is that's crazy. Yeah, living at home's an idea. So yeah. Well yeah, you only get to you, they didn't even give you an option to get a New York strip. You only get to choose between a ribeye. Okay, yeah, it's nice because I don't have to pay rent and like the food's there, but outside of that it's like Yeah, like I get it. There's just nothing going on. I guess. Like that I need some chaos. Like I need some chaos. I mean, not chaos, but, like, I don't want to say, like, I don't want to wish for that, but, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like, Variety is the spice of life. Exactly. You want to spice it up a little bit. Like, routine's great, but it also, like, makes me want to die inside. Yeah, fair enough. Soul editing. Well. Yeah. It's, it's the life, I guess. Like, I, I, I like a good structured routine, but, like, not too much. Uh-huh. I need variety. Uh-huh. Or else. Uh-huh. That's why lately I've been going a little, a little insane. Yeah, start going on hinge. No. How's that? How's that gonna help? If you want to introduce some chaos in your life, dating sucks. D- dating sucks on dating apps. So let's talk about that. Let's, let's talk. About this generation that. thinks it's more normal for me to see them on an app, ask a girl out that way, than it is for me to go up to a girl in person, and be like, "Hey, I find you very attractive." I don't think anybody thinks that's more normal. Dude, yes, it is though. If you go up to a girl in person, they'd be, I think that that would be like, well, it's getting like that's more weird. It's like normal to go to Hinge now. Like, yeah, how do, when you ask a person, like. Arish, how do you how do you go about dating now? It's always you're, you're telling that. me you take an average group of people and you say we met on Hinge versus he he talked walk up to me in a bar. More people would judge them for walking up in the bar. Not judge, but I'm saying like more people would judge for Hinge for sure. When you, if I were to tell you a story, if if let me put it this way, if I were to call you in a week and say, hey, I met this girl, right? And I and I and I said, you said how'd you mean? I said, oh, we met on Hinge. I wouldn't think anything of it. Exactly. Right. But if if you if I were to say, yeah, I met a girl, and you'd be like, how'd you meet her? I, and I said, oh, I was at work, and I went to lunch, and I saw her in line, and I went up to her, and I started talking to her, we hit it off, and I got her number, and we have a date next week. I wouldn't think that's weird. It's not. No, I wouldn't say you think it's weird, but you'd be like, oh, really? Well, it's more surprising. Why is that? Because people go, well, what, but if you would have said you met a girl at a bar, that would have been just not as surprising. Or, or 
just because people don't aren't in line. People usually aren't like looking to meet people while they're in line. At a, That's how a it used to be. They That's the only way it was. No, but no, you go to a bar for that. <coughs> like if you met a girl at a bar. So you're saying if you're if you're at a bar, you're there to meet potential partners. It's a social situation. Not always. But so you, do you think that? So then, do you think if you're at a bar, it's okay to go up to girls then? Yeah. See, a lot of girls would say I disagree with you. I don't think a lot of They'd girls... They'd say, if I'm at a bar, I'm out with my friends, I'm out there to just get hit on by guys. Okay. Then get shut down and walk away. Okay. I agree. I think if you're at a bar, you're going there to meet other people. But the reason why people wouldn't and be surprised is because everybody, 100% of people on Hinge are there to meet people. That's why they're there. What percent of people in, in regular life are there? Yeah, but Hinge is skewed. I think Hinge is... Like, that, dating apps are such a detriment to... To what? To dating. I don't think so. It is. I don't think so. Because you have a bunch of people on there that are like, not hot, not hot, not hot, not hot, not hot. And like, girls get way more attention on there than guys do. Yeah. So like, it just skews the thoughts of like, it gasses people up girls way too much. Girls get more attention in real life than guys do. Yeah, but still, it gasses them up way too much. I, th- I th- It's like, it's just not good to, ju- it, it teaches us, I think it teaches you to judge people based on looks immediately. I guess. That, I mean, the, that, whole point of hint, the whole point of Hinge is that it's like, not like Tinder- in that, like, it is though, dude. You because judge people based on like their personality as much as you judge them. Off you don't though. Well, that's, isn't that real life too? Yes and no. I think mostly. Because yes. in real life, you have to have a conversation before you can reject someone. Sure. So if if I go and I talk to a girl and she's like, "Oh, he's he's all right looking," well, but then I talk well, hold to on her. A second. That's the thing. You're saying reject. You can never even walk up to somebody based on how they look. That's a rejection. Same thing as hinge. It's it's swiping. Yeah, but I'm I'm putting in the context of a guy coming up to a girl. Okay, so that's a match. So on hinge. That's a match, though. Right, right. So on on hinge, she's gonna basically just swipe on your face. Right. Right. Pause. Or whatever. She's gonna she's gonna just be like hot or not, hot or not, hot or not. In real life, she might one of those guys she swiped no on. She might actually have a real conversation with you, like, yeah. wow, he's hilarious, or, like, he's awesome. Yeah. And, like, I wasn't initially attracted to him, but now I really am. Mm-hmm. So, like, th- that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean by it's, like, it's kind of a detriment. Because it's barring, like, it's hindering those relationships from happening. That I think happen. if that's you... All. That's I think you're assuming that people on Hinge are exclusively using Hinge to find people, though. I think it's... I think it's just for people who... Because most people you see on Hinge are just never going to see elsewhere. So it's, like... You're seeing you're I don't like it. on an app that you just wouldn't meet. Elsewhere. I can't. I'd rather just meet a person in person. Sure, you'd rather, but and I think you should rather do that. Yeah. But I don't think you're acting like it's an either or. I don't think it is. No. I think most people who are active on dating apps, which ninety five percent of people who have a dating app aren't active on it. That's number one. I, don't know, I think a lot of people our age are using them. People who are active on dating apps. Are probably also going out trying to find people. I don't. I don't think people are active on any dating after like staying at home instead of going out to swipe on hinge. Maybe. And I don't think relationships that you find if you, if you it's the same process. You you meet with somebody, you click, you click, you don't, you don't. I don't think it matters if you meet them online or if you meet them in the real real world. Then the day you're not going to know if you like somebody until you sit across from them at a table with no alcohol involved. <laughs> I can actually tolerate that. True. Because very true. I, I a friend of mine, um, who will not be named, recently told me, you know, pretty much every encounter I have with this guy, alcohol is involved. I'm like, well, it's not necessarily 
best uh, the the best reflection. Maybe you should try hang out with them without alcohol. Yeah. So um, that's a big factor. I, I think you're right. While we're on the topic of dating, um, interesting video has been circulating through TikTok. Yeah. Um, so this woman um, met up with this guy who'd been, you know, soliciting her for a while. Whoa, whoa, that's how you said it's soliciting. Like that sounds like solicitation for like prostitution. Yeah, let's not use the word soliciting. Alright, had been hitting her up for a while. He was inquiring about taking her out. Yeah. She agreed. She agreed, and um she suggested that they go to this oyster bar. Yeah. And to be frank, they were supposed to be going out for drinks. They sit down, the guy orders a And maybe an appetizer is implied there. Maybe I can see that. I can if, if I you invite you to drinks like Appetizers. You gotta give her an appetizer. Yeah, yeah. and app. Yeah, an app. Split an app. Split a few oysters. It's an oyster bar, too. That implies. That's fine. Now, while we were there, while they were there, this woman ordered a dozen oysters. Yeah, it was a dozen a plate. And then another dozen oysters. Yeah. 24. And then another dozen. Yep. 36. And then a fourth dozen oysters. And she's slurping them up in the video. He didn't touch one. She was the only one slurping them up. She She ate all 48 oysters. And then she said, and I quote, what am I about to eat now? Yeah. You just ate 48 oysters. And she got crab cakes after that. And then she had crab cakes. And like table. three drinks. And she had four cocktails. Um, and the guy had one drink. And he snuck out to the bathroom and he did. Yeah, he left. And I think... And I, then she tipped $11. And she tipped $11 but on what was probably a 200 At least. Bill. In Atlanta? In Atlanta? And oysters are what? Oysters Dude, that's a, at least... That's at least 30, 40 bucks. I've never got oysters, to be honest. Five drinks. I've... So, my previous place of work made some for me. They're good. No, but how much were they? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean... Okay, we just really out of touch here. They could be like 60 bucks. I can... Oh, oysters aren't cheap. Let me look, I'll look up... I know they're not cheap, but like how much do you think is a dozen oysters at a nice uh, upscale place? I'll look up Crumb and Spaghetti Menu. I think they have oysters on the menu. Because I don't want to sound really stupid here. Okay. Wood fried oysters, and I'm pretty sure... I don't know how many oysters there are in that. Probably Might be six. How much is it? How much is it? It's ten bucks. It's probably four. I I I, mean, uh, I, I would ask because it's an app, and yeah, because the bar nuts are nine dollars and the olives are ten dollars. So the, okay, let's just say they're thirty-five to forty bucks. Because you're in the city too. Yeah. So you're gonna pay a stupid price. They're probably thirty-five to forty. They're bucks. probably. I I'd say thirty-five dollars yeah. per dozen. Yeah. Is probably an accurate. Yeah. Estimation and like there was like dips and stuff. And then that that uh, crab cake dish was probably every bit of twenty bucks. Oh, not more. Yeah. Two crab cakes and potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the the drinks are probably twelve to fifteen a piece. Yeah. So this is probably a three or four hundred dollar bill. I would with tip between there. Well, let's math it out. It's. Let's math it up. That's one hundred forty. Thirty-five times four. Four hundred forty bucks. Plus, let's call that... 60 for the drinks. Six, yeah. 60 okay. for drink. We're at 200 already. Yeah. Crab cake. Let's go another 15. Yeah. Two, all right. So, so probably between two to 300 bucks. Yeah. I'd say... She tipped $11. Two, I'd say probably $220. Let's say that's the bill. So she tipped exactly 5%. Yeah. Tragic. Good. I, I feel so bad. But the, the, the question is, was he justified to dip? Was he justified to dip? Uh, yes. I, I, but I have a better question for you. At what point was he justified? How many oysters? Can you put a number on it? Because 48 is obviously too many, but is would you be justified to dip after 36? I mean, listen. 24? If this is like a first date. Which it is. Which it was. And I, I, and I got there, and I was like, yeah, let's go out for drinks. 
and like you know, yeah, a few apps or whatever, maybe. Like I, suggest- I would like some oysters too. That sounds good. Like I, with it, you know. And she suggests. Well, let's be clear. Oysters aren't a very like. Most people don't like oysters. Right. Like, you never had an oyster. No, but I like mussels and stuff. Yeah, they're different though. Yeah, they're different. They're, they're they're very. But I love food. seafood. I I like oysters. I feel like I would. I'd probably like oyster. them. I'd probably like them. You probably would, but it's not fair to assume everybody would. No, but just let's say for the purpose of it, I'm t- we're taking a girl out. Yeah. I like oysters. She likes oysters. We're going to this oyster bar. Well, that's not the case, though. She suggested the oyster bar. It was her choice. So that's not necessarily true. I wouldn't assume that he likes oysters. Which, to be honest with you, that was his first problem. Yeah. He, he I would never let the girl pick on the first date. I think, yeah. Normally, I would just say we're going to go here. Mm-hmm. Like, What's the logic there? Huh? I, I, I will say, that's a good, I like doing that and taking a girl to, like, a nice restaurant that's impressive, because it makes you feel like... I would never go to a restaurant on the first date. Okay. I don't think. Unless I, like, I, I, don't think We're talk- I don't think that's a common position. Though. No, 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 like, if, because a restaurant, like, if you're getting dinner, you have to really know the person. Really? Well, it's kind of okay, intense. Well, like, it's kind of intense. First date, like... Is this a first date, or, here, do, it depends on the situation, so we'll go, we'll go with the situation. So they knew each other before, we'll it say, right? It sounds like they did. Okay, so they were on a friendship basis before. Maybe not a friendship, but they knew each other. They were comfortable you enough to have... You don't treat friends like that. So they were comfortable enough, though, to have a conversation for more than an they hour. Probably, let's say they met at a party, he thought they hit it off, she seems to think they didn't, but regardless, that's their... So he kind of knows this girl. He, he knows the girl. All right. It's not the first time you... Alright, so, first off, you don't just let her decide. I would have been like, I want to take you here, be ready this time, like, I'll pick you up, whatever. Done. Okay. So, first, he got caught lacking doing that. Interesting. <clears throat> I think that's a good idea. If you're a guy out there, like, first off, you shouldn't be taking advice from me at all, but, yeah, don't take any advice from me, but, I think girls like when you're just like, hey, as long as you're good at selecting places, like, and you know where to go. Like, if you're in her city, maybe it's different, but if you're, like, in, on your home turf, like, you just... I think selecting the place is good. And you got another girl, too, to do that. But um, you get there, right? You take her out. You're sitting there. Okay, you're thinking, yeah, I'm probably going to spend, like, over 100 bucks because we're going to get some drinks and maybe an app, like, at an expensive place. It just happens. So you get your drinks, whatever. Mind you, I don't know. When you go out for drinks, how many drinks are you going to get? Saying, is that a... F- you put the $100 thing on there. Is that a fair assumption? Like... Yeah. I mean, th- places are expensive, app? dude. Well, how many drinks are you get? Four drinks is, like, insane. Yeah. If you're not going out for drinks at that point, you're going out to get, dr- like, drunk for the right, night with each other. Like, to me, I never really get the whole, like... Because, like, going out for drinks, clearly this chick just wanted to go out for dinner, so why not just go out for dinner? I'm saying, if you're going out for drinks with someone... Yeah. I first really, off, you should... And it's a first date. First first of all, I mean, you shouldn't be having four... Like, why are you getting hammered? You shouldn't be getting four drinks. To me, if you... It's not even the principle of the four drinks. You're like getting four cups of coffee if you go out for coffee. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Like, you don't, first of all, guys out there definitely don't do this, and I don't think anyone disagrees with me. If you're going on a first date with a girl, don't get hammered if you're going out for drinks. I don't Why are you pounding four drinks? I don't do two pregame dates. That's just like a nerves thing. Yeah. Like, if you have, I think if you have like a drink, yeah. like while you're, while you're, while you're showering and getting ready, that's fair, fair play. Shower yeah, that's fair. Or like, a, like, I'm poor bourbon while I'm like getting dressed up and. Sure. Going, yeah, that's just getting loose. We're just having a good time. Like, you yeah. know, that's fine. Yeah, but you should not be getting hammered on these dates. Right. Like, you should be having max, like, you're getting a little, a little, like, you're getting buzzed. That's it. You're having a good time. I don't, you shouldn't even be getting tipsy. I, I agree. Like, if you, you take a girl out. You should have zero doubt in your mind that you're good to drive. Yes. Zero doubt. 
Not yes. low doubt, not I can, I'm probably going to drive, zero doubt. Yeah. You should be able to say, I'm sober, pretty much. Yes. More or less. Yes. And clearly this girl didn't give a shit about that. No. She just, hey, listen, four drinks, bro, and a, 48 oysters, she went there to feast. It's a matter of, I think it's a matter of respect. I, I don't think. That's what I'm saying. I think she massively disrespected the guy and said, this dude's a meal ticket, this dude's an oyster ticket. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take this dude. And he recognized that, and he said, no, he this ain't going to happen to me. I, I, I bought one drink. Also, can we just talk about her recording this? Now that. You go out to, flash yes. You go out to dinner, you take a girl out. If I took a girl out for the first time, and she records herself slurping up fully I mean, oysters, I'm, 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 I honestly don't think I have the balls to leave, I to be honest with you. I would have on the table said, that's for my drink. I'm gone. Yeah, I wouldn't want to... If a girl... Because I don't want to skew the restaurant, but... If a chick brought out her phone and started recording herself... I'd be so... It was the way she was doing it. I'd be so put off by that. She was like... She's like, yeah, he's buying me oysters and... Yeah, I'd be so put off by that. That would be... Red flag. Remarkably, remarkably turn off. No, also, for all the girls that are listening to this, like the the one or two that is... I'm not saying if you're dating, that's a completely different story. Yeah, like, if you're dating a guy and you go out and you want to have 48 oysters and, like, get hammered, like, and so does he, like, more power to you. Like, that that's, sounds like an awesome date. That's goals. Like, that sounds like, yeah, that's cool. It's like, this is the first date scenario. Like, yeah. that's wild to me. Like, I, she definitely I, implied she wasn't into the dude. I she mean, did. She basically she said, did. you're the one who's talking with me. And basically I'll do then for him to take me out. Yeah. No. Shout out to that guy, man. Yeah, he I, dipped. Listen, he did. Dipped. I, I, will, I will say this. I'm known for an Irish exit. I'm, I'm, I'm known for dipping without saying anything, but never done anything like that. And I don't know if I'd have the stones. I really don't. I don't think I would, dude. Especially if he's like part of the friend group, kind of. I don't think I'd have the stones to do that. I don't think... I like to think I would. After the after the 36... I'm like, let me tell you... So you say he's justified in leaving. I think so. I want to know, where is the line? How many oysters? It's not just the oysters. I know it's not, but like, where do you? It's the fact the that she ate all the oysters. He didn't touch one of them. Right, but if she if you would she would have ordered twelve, and just ate them all herself, maybe not justified. There's no way she orders twelve oysters and I'm not taking one or two of those. So you're saying if she orders twelve oysters, well, let's say you don't like oysters. Okay. And she orders twelve oysters. And yeah. She eats them all herself. And she orders the crab cake stuff. Is that enough to justify walking away? No, but I'd be like, damn. Okay, 24 oysters. <laughs> I'd be a little worried. 36. I'd be like, come on now. 30, 36? I think... Now I, I'm getting played. Now I'm getting played. I think it's Honestly, 24 is egregious, though. Think about you sit down. She, she mercs 12 oysters, mercs another 24, or another 12, oh. and then gets crab cakes? Get out of here. And she's on her third third cocktail? Yeah. Like she And the way she was spreading the lemon and the hot sauce, she was clearly there to like, feast. Oh, this was not her first rodeo. No. This was not her first rodeo. No. In the slice. Honestly, that guy learned a valuable lesson. And he taught me a valuable lesson, really. Which is, don't let yourself be clearly disrespected. And and another thing is, fellas, take the girl out that wants to go out with you. Yeah. You know what? That's the lesson you should learn. That's the lesson. If you have to chase, it's not worth it. So I'm not saying I'm perfect, and I'm not saying I haven't made mistakes in the past, because I have, and I think that's why I'm able to speak on this stuff, because yeah. I have made mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen, so, and I probably will make more. I probably will make more mistakes. This guy's up. He got a free drink out of the deal, and he got the. And you know what? I would just. The best part I feel bad for the restaurant. He's, he's in the right. He skipped out on dinner, and he's in the right. I think he is. Who can say that? Nobody. I think I think that's crazy to. 
Now... Because cause what does he have to do? What would have happened if... Like, yeah, this chick ordered 48 oysters. You think I'm going to pay for that? Now, what if, what if at the end, he would have stayed, and the waiter would have came out, and he would have said, yeah, we're splitting it. Based on what we got, I'll take my drink, she'll take her food. She probably would have made a scene. He should have done that, though. That would have been even more ballsy. That's what I'm saying. That would have been almost more gangster. Because then she would have been like, damn. Yeah. He sat here with me, didn't give a crap, and just made me pay for my own shit. Yeah, it's almost... That would have been cold, him looking at him, though, but, like, if she would have raised, raised something about it, and, like, I don't know. I don't really know how that works. You're just two adults. Yeah. You're just two people yeah. getting food. She has to pay for that. It's her food. She ate it. So. Take on an overdoing separate checks. I just got the one drink. Yeah. It pays in cash. Yes. Dips. Keep the change. Yeah. Keep the change for your tip. Yeah, it was a 50, 50% tip, yeah. Yeah. She's going to give you $11. Yeah. You're, 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 how about this popped up for the other bill? This is what I was going to pay. And the fact that at the end of the video, she she said, I had to pay, and it's good because, you know, I'd be having money like that, so I was able to pay. And then <laughs> and then leaves an $11 tip. I'm sorry, but, like, I was always taught if you can't afford a tip well, you can't afford to go out. Straight up. And don't be one of those people. Well, you shouldn't have to tip it. Anyways, it's a flawed system. Okay, sure. That can be that can be an argument, but like that's not how it is. Yeah. So you're not, you're not making societal changes. No, you're just screwing someone who's trying to pay their rent. Yeah. Like, even like me, if I'm paying, if I get like a drink, if I just go out and I get like one beer, I'm probably gonna throw in like three or three to four bucks mm. on like a eight dollar beer. Because mm. it's three dollars. Like, think yeah. about yeah. It's not always based on the percentage. Sure, if I'm spending like three hundred bucks, you're gonna get you're gonna get twenty percent. Yeah. If you're a good way. Like, that's, you're going to get that. But, like, if you can't afford it, if the tip really makes a difference, yeah. you can't afford to go out. Yeah. Make the girl dinner at home. Yeah. That's fine. Or just go somewhere cheaper. Or go somewhere cheaper. Yeah. There are a lot of, there are a lot of, guys, are too, guys are too into flexing nowadays. I'll say this. In every city, every single city, I've been in London, I've been in Chicago, some of the most expensive cities, there are good places to eat that are cheap. Oh yeah. There are good there are places where you can get a solid dinner for two for fifty bucks. Yeah. Everywhere. Just kind of a lot of money when you think about it, but in today's sure, standards, yeah. Like a nice, now. nice dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's I think the problem is like guys want to flex. Yeah. Like and also like we can bring on another topic, like Tate, like Andrew Tate, and uh-huh. like all those type of influencers that are out now. Right. Like they're sure, like I don't care what, what side you fall on, like he says some stuff that is good. Like the stuff where he goes like, men should be protect women, provide for women. You should strive to, you know, you should go to church. You should strive to be the best version of yourself. Yeah. You should strive to be the best version of yourself. That's all great stuff, right? Yeah. The problem with, with the, those guys is that they, they make you feel like you need to be a millionaire by the age of 25 or else you're a loser, which is just not true. Like, it's not true at all. Yeah. Like, what's the one quote I heard? It's a pretty classic quote. The comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. Like, basically, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. Like, you, you need to realize there's always going to be someone that's bigger and badder than you. Like, there's going to be someone, there's always going to be someone that's better and worse in every aspect of life than you. Yeah. At all, all times. So, like, I'm not sitting here saying, don't try and be successful and don't try and better yourself every day. Compare to yourself from a month ago, not somebody. Right. Compete against yourself. Compete against yourself. Like, even me, dude, even when I started working out, I'm like, damn, I'm never going to be, like, huge. Yeah. But then I and I realized I was like that doesn't matter though. Yeah, all I care about is lifting more, not yeah. lifting more than you, yeah, lifting more than anybody. Because you, you'll never, you'll never win. Or like making more money, you could, I mean, you could have thirty million dollars in the bank. You're poor to some people. Yeah, 
report. Like Dude, it, there are NFL owners who make fun of other NFL owners for not making enough money. Yeah. These are all billionaires. Yeah. It's hilarious. That's like, not a joke. They do that. The problem, though, is that I feel like the people who are consuming the content is guys who are age, like, what, 17 to 25? and if not younger. If not younger, and if they're, like... Significantly younger. Yeah. And, it, it, and, like, that shit will make you just feel like a loser. Yeah. Well, it's... You can't think that way. Like... And I'm not saying, I'm not saying this either, I'm not saying that if you're like 300 pounds going, we're at least about 600, yeah. you don't want to be like that either, but I, I just think it's, it's easy to get wrapped up in that, like don't, don't let that consume you, like you don't need to be a millionaire by 25 to not be a loser, right. I mean, like yeah. that's, it's not all about money. You can talk about hate all day, I mean there's a lot of, <clears> I'm sure a lot of people have positions on, I don't. I mean, he says he says some good stuff. He says some bad stuff. Right, like everyone. It's like I I think his underlying philosophy is kind of bad. I think he's kind of like I don't know. I think he definitely has kind of like a men are superior woman to women undertone through pretty much everything he does. He's like he's very traditional with how he views men and women. Yeah. So so like which that's fine. I think you could look at life how you want to look at life. Yeah. I'm just saying the overall message that it's not just him. There's a bunch of these influencers right. that are on that. I like, think David Goggins is actually a better. You know David Goggins? Of course. I think he's because he's going to carry the base in the world. Generally, he's a more positive influence overall. Yeah, he's just saying battle yourself. But exactly. Be the best version of yourself. Yeah. Or what's what's the quote? I think I saw him on Rogan. This like a year ago or so, and he's like, he's like my biggest fear would be you get to heaven and you meet the guy you could have become." If you would have not been so lazy, right? Yeah. Like That—that's a pretty. I mean, that's a pretty powerful quote. Yeah. But well, I, my other thing with Goggins is I don't think he puts a lot of thought into like what being happy means to a lot of different people. Like, if I lived, if me or you lived Goggins' life, I, I I would be miserable just because like yeah. what he does, what he and I total respect what he puts himself through. I wouldn't be happy doing that, like running ultra marathons all the time. Running hundreds of miles without any water, like totally impressive. Yeah. He does it, and for him, for him, that's what he. Needs well, I to think do his message out. though is you're looking at like, for him, that's what gives him a mental battle. Yeah. For someone else, a mental battle might be conquering law school. Yeah, and I think you're right, and I think that's how. You should, I I think there are times though that he does really not look at it like that. That he does look at it like you should work out more. Like, just well, I think I think there is there is a scientific argument to the, like. Physical fitness is a necessary part of life. Yeah. And it should be. Everybody should work out. I mean, we, we were talking with... I'll say this. Um, a judge, who, uh, of which this might not mean much to people, a circuit judge, which are basically below the Supreme Court, they're the second most powerful types of judges in the country. Very, very impressive guy. Very hard, super hard worker. And he said, listen, this isn't... I'm not going to act like I did this when I was a clerk. Clerks are people who work with judges. But How I stupid have... do you think I am? Well, I don't know what a clerk is. You know what a clerk is? A law clerk. It's a classic job. A classic job. Oh, yeah, but his... Oh, clerk, clerking... Not everybody who's listening. To I was in a business law class. I was the well, bailiff in mock trial. I'm telling you. I'm telling everybody else. I know what I'm doing. It's a podcast. You're right. It is a podcast. Jesus. I feel like everything I say is about you. Everything isn't about you. We're talking to the people here. Um, <laughs> the people so you just call it... Oh, I, I think our audience. Everybody knows what a law clerk is. I, I think I'd be the dude who goes to law school and then uses legalese all the time and expects everybody to know it. Fair enough, but also you got to watch because it could be just as condescending if you're it like, might be, if you're just like. <laughs> regardless, yeah, law, law clerks. 
Okay, whatever. You clerk for a judge. You're working for the judge. You're doing their bitch work, pretty much. No, yeah. that's, that's rude. Clerks are very valuable positions that anybody would be lucky to have. If you're clerking for a circuit judge, you've done something very, very Sometimes impressive. the bitch work's important. Sometimes, exactly. And if you do bitch work at a big law firm, you've done something very, very impressive. You know, bitch work doesn't necessarily mean... I'll talk about that after them. But he said... He asked them, like, when they're really stressed, like, when things are... When the cases are stacking up, how, are you working out? Is, are you working out? And they're like... It's like, listen, there are other things you could be doing to, like, that are, like, your hobbies and stuff, but, like, baseline, are you working out? Are you taking an hour, three, four hours out of the week? Because you have those hours, even if you don't want to use them working out. Are you taking those and you're using them to, like, stay in shape? And it's not even, like, lift or anything. Like, just stay in shape. Like, just not die. Like, that kind of stuff. Keep your heart healthy. And I think that was really... And he said himself, it's like, listen, I didn't when I was when I was a clerk because I'm working 80-hour weeks. And it's like, it's hard to really lock in there. And that's, it's an interesting, I don't know, I just feel like. Would you not agree physical fitness? So it's, to me, how I think you view fitness and how I view fitness is like just something you have to do to stay healthy. Sure. Well, I Mentally have, and physically. I, I have to, I don't work a job. Neither of us are working jobs that engages physically at all. Right. So we literally have to. Yeah. It's not a matter of our opinion. But people don't look think about that. People think, oh, if I'm not obese and I don't need to work out. I guess. That's the that's a common view, dude, I with mean, a lot of people. I older, I guess. But like, yeah, which is even more you need to work out. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I guess you're right. I don't think... You need to move. You don't need to lift hardcore. That's not what I'm talking about. You don't about. need to lift at all. You but know, I think... If you do cardio every day, that's enough. Uh, but I don't know. I think you. I really you do think. You want to lift more weight. You can, but there's no real reasons. No, but I'm saying I think at all t- all aspects of life, you should be cardio. Yeah. Number one. Everybody has to do cardio. People don't though. You don't want to die. No. They Majority don't. Of people don't. But it's I. You say it's them thinking they don't have to. I think it's them knowing they have to. They're just too late. That's you know what? Knows Amen. They have to do a lot of stuff. Amen. But they don't do it. Well, I think they know they need to eat healthy. I do. I've known I needed to eat healthier my whole life. I really haven't. I mean, there have been stretches that I have. Yeah, but we're at an age where we can get away with it. People are saying that about working out. People are saying that about working out. Yeah, they're they, right they, to a degree. They're they right to a degree. My blood is good enough. I don't need to work out. I'll stay the same size. Which they're correct to a degree. Well, there you go. But so it's, it's but the problem is you set the problem is you set the habits now though. Right. That's the real issue. Yeah. And like I think in yeah, and that's the, that's the real issue. Yeah. Is you set the you set the habits now, and then all of a sudden. And I think it's more important. To work out than to eat healthy. You should do both. Personally, I think you should be moving weight around at all. I think you should be doing cardio, and I think you should be moving some type of weight. And I don't mean, like, lifting heavy weights, like benching. I mean, like, maybe moving one of those weighted medicine balls around. Or or you should be picking up something that engages your muscles. Yeah. Or I feel like you will wither away. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it's a little bit of bro sign. And I also believe in, like, a balanced diet. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think you should... I think everything should be done in moderation. Yeah. Or I don't think it's healthy. Yeah. I think, I mean, water can kill you in certain quantities. Mm-hmm. So, I just think you need to do everything in moderation. Eating 48 oysters probably is going to give you heart palpitations. Yeah, do you see the, co- the comment on there? Pure soda. The comment on there was like, is eating 48 oysters good for you at all? I'm like, that's got to be, is that even like possible to do? Like health-wise? That's, a, I mean, big that's a good question. But, um, when I was in London, I, did, I started having heart palpitations all the time. Like my heart would start beating out of my chest. 
dude, that's like not good at all. I was like, shit, what's going on? That's not good at all. And I realized that the reason why it was happening is because I would go and get fish and chips. Fish and chips, dude. I would get it. I would drown that shit in vinegar. I would drown that shit in salt. And I would squeeze in a a fucking lemon over it. Oh my god. I would eat that up. And I'd be like, that's so delicious. And I realized that I'm like, okay. And then I'd get back home and they just go away. And I'm like, why is. I'm like, oh, it's because I was eating. 10 grams of salt every day. Like, not milligrams. Dude, grams. how many people over there, just, do you think they're more used to the salt? What did we see in Rome? What, think about what we saw in Rome in relation to salt. That guy from Liverpool? Yeah. What did he do? Yeah. What did he put salt on? A steak. No, what else? Pasta. Or, yeah, it's right, pine- pineapple. Yeah. Yeah. He had a pineapple in front of him. He's dumping salt he, on him. And the, way, the look the on the waiter's face was like, he was pissed. He pretty much was. Yeah. You're a fucking Rome, Italy, bro. Yeah, and you're dumping salt on stuff. Dumping. And, like, the steak, he was drenching it in. But, like, yeah, even that's true. Pineapple. I was like, wow. They are used to it. They're just used to it. But I don't know if their bodies are used to it. It's a good question. I mean, you do something... There are certain people that are conditioned yeah. oh, to certain stuff. Oh, the tartar sauce, too. That, that's also a oh. it was, I was. I was consuming so much salt. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It was unhealthy. Tasted good, though. It tasted so horrible. When I go back, I still do it. I feel like I'm not doing it. <laughs> I've been there for a good time. Yeah, when I was long there time. this last summer, I went to the same. I went to Masters, which is in the place I took you. It's Canvas. That's why I didn't go there. The Masters. <laughs> I got their homemade tartar sauce, which is so good. And I was like, "Can I get some? Can I get some more vinegar?" And they slammed down the bottle. Yeah. What's the next place you want to go? I don't know. So far, money. I don't know. Um. Like, yeah. Once you have the money, though. Once I have the money. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, I've never been to Edinburgh. I want to go to Edinburgh. I want to go to Prague. I don't... I don't know. I want to go... That's my thing about traveling. I don't like going places where I feel like I'm an over, like... Where I'm, like, a burden on everybody around me. Which is, like, the only thing holding me back from, like, going to, like, Tokyo. It's the most un-American thing I've ever heard you say. I know. I know. Be a patriot, goddammit. I, I just don't... Go like, places, be loud, and ask them why they don't speak English. Right. Because, like, when I was in Germany, I just, like... Like, I just walked around and, like, I, I could pass for a German person, more or less. It's not like people could tell. But if I'm in, like, Japan or, like, China, they know. Why? What do you mean, why? Why do they know? Because I'm not Asian. What do you mean? What kind of question is that? <laughs> I mean, it's not like, it's just, I'm not, it's just a genetic thing. It's just what it's it a is. genetic thing? What do you mean? How, how would they know in Japan that I'm a German? I don't think they give a shit, dude. I wouldn't, I don't know. They're, they're Too bad, we're American, dude. We're awesome. We're the best. Go where we want. I mean, if they're making fun of tourists, we saw them making fun of tourists in Paris. Dude, first of all, if you're French and you're making fun of people, just stop. Although that guy. Just stop. That, that guy has to What guy? She would have forgot her hair. Wasn't oh, you know, well, she was making she, fun of a Brit. That's allowed. She, no one can really make fun of an American. Yeah. Like, when British people try and make fun of Americans, that's, like, the funniest thing to me. Like, we literally bodied you. Dude, it, it We literally picked you out. They just don't even get it. They're like, your league, your league is like a, ba- every team's a banter club. They fucking suck. The MLS is, like, the eighth best. I'm like, hey, guess what? We don't care. Yeah, we don't care. They don't even understand that. They're like, yeah, they your do, best yeah. player wouldn't even be a starter. I'm like, yeah. do you get this through your head? We do not care. <laughs> we do not care, no. At all. Guess what? <laughs> MLS is the eighth best soccer league in the world. It's the eighth best <laughs> professional sports league in America. So yeah. who cares? Yeah. Nah, it's probably a little bit higher. But, well, let, let's kind of, first of all, the big three and hockey, that, that's four. How many people in the NFL are from UK? 
Maybe zero. Yeah. Probably zero. Probably zero. How many in the NBA? Not a lot. Can you name one? I can't name one. I can name. I can't name a lot. There are more Europeans, but that doesn't count. Let's go down. PJ is bigger than the MLS. PJ like golf? Golf. Oh my god! Yeah. Honestly, in America, tennis might be more popular. Than yeah, NHL. And like, well, I already talked the big four. Like the four yeah. actual legit. NHL, NBA, MLB, NFL. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? But after that, do I'm we really care? I'm including college basketball and college football. Oh my god, dude. College football's religious. Yeah. So, the, so that's, we're already down like the seven, the eights. Yeah. Like, they, they don't oh, get yeah. Soccer's their number one, two, three, four, five sport over there. Dude, NASCAR? Nah, easily. Not even close. That's a religion. Absolutely bigger. I can't even forgot, didn't believe I forgot about yeah. NASCAR. Can't forget about motorsports. No. Cannot forget about motorsports. Dude, they're, yeah. It's not like. Not even close. It's not even close. And like, listen, all due respects. We like we. I like the crew. I like when the crew. Yeah, I like soccer. I, I played it for. You played it forever. I like soccer. Played it for eighteen years of my life. Nineteen oh, years of my shout life. Shout out, um, Bennington Soccer, fourteen two and one to finish the year. It's their best record. That's ever. pretty awesome. So that's that's we generally do not have a good soccer team. Good for the boys. That's it's be nice. Um, I'm not going to be in town to see their playoff game, but they're play. They got good luck to Benny. Um, good luck to Benny. Good luck to them. Um, Bennington football. Stinks. Well, okay, I don't want to say stinks. They're, they're young men. I don't want to. I don't want to be the adult. I'm Can you tell the our listeners so Jack was the editor in chief oh, of yeah. the high school paper when we were into high school? That's right. And they had small class sizes there. So if you picture this, eighty kids a grade. So everyone knows everyone. Everyone knows. Everyone. Jack wrote an article calling out the entire sophomore class for basically You're being right. like trash. Yeah. You just tell them about what you wrote about them. It was my... You know, you, you, you talk about it for a little bit. Let me see if I can find it, actually. Because it's a great article. So Jack basically wrote this article calling them out... Basically calling them, like, immature clowns. Is, is that... I mean, am, am I... 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 It was closer to calling them bums. Bums. Basically calling them bums. No school spirit, right? No school spirit. They weren't doing any work. They did nothing. He just basically called them useless. He basically called them oxygen wasters. And published this to like the paper for the entire school to read, and he put his name in the article. So no, I didn't. No, I didn't. You did. Oh, but they knew you were responsible for it, right? Well, okay. So this is the situation. Um, I'll look it up on my laptop. It's um. So I wrote an article that was rather critical of the junior class. It was a, they had a small class, but they were also very not hardworking. Um, what makes them not hardworking? Well, they just didn't like my cousin. You know, Michael. Um, was this it? Okay. Alright, this was, I don't know if this was, this probably wasn't the final, but this was, this was, this was the article. It's no secret that the class of 2020 has not exactly been a model class at Benedictine, with, with only 47, in parentheses, subjects to to decrease. Students, surely in the junior class, the only thing it has going for it is a very quick and speedy graduation ceremony. Wild. This ceremony will be made even more quick by the fact that these juniors have been consummate underachievers in essentially everything they do. I definitely didn't make it the print. That, just the phrasing there. The rest of it did. Constantly outshined by the class of 2019, my class, and, and e- often even outpaced by the less impressive but still top-heavy class of 2021, the class of 2020 is in serious trouble no matter how you slice it. The difference in class strength between the juniors and the sophomores was illustrated when, despite heavier restrictions on sophomore entrance, this is pathetic, more sophomores than juniors were inducted into the NHS, National Honor Society, which yes. is ridiculous. Yeah. To put that in perspective, 
the three junior classes before 2020 doubled the number of sophomore inductees each year. This junior class is a big problem, and they all need to step up in order to fix it. And then I talk about fundraising. They're bad at fundraising. They're dumb. i got a quote here. Although Junior Andy Barba expects the junior class to have, quote, come total, and he transferred out his senior year. So, Did he really? Yeah. Where did he go to school? He went to some basketball academy. Really? He's that tall. Yeah. Oh, I know Barba. He went to Miami, didn't yeah. he? Yes. Total and complete domination. He dunked on us. A, so that's one of their leaders who didn't even end up staying in the class. Junior student council member Matt Stoffer, who's kind of like the big wig in our class, believes that attendance is the problem. If more people just show up to the meetings, we can get a lot more done, he said. Club leadership. They didn't have any club leadership. Bums. Um, they're bums. They're bums. And what happened after you really said our Well, because this is the case. They so must I have been fired up after that. So this is, this is what it was. First of all, there were pretty much zero juniors on the bench. All the editors were seniors, and um, we really we wrote most of the articles. I wrote probably 35% of the articles. Um, that's overestimation. I didn't write that many articles. I didn't write that much reports. But I wrote a lot of them. And our, the edi- our editorial board as a whole wrote the majority of the articles. I can say that for certain. Right. And most of the people we had writing other articles were coming from the 2021 class, like my cousin's class, because they just had more up-and-getters, people who wanted to write. And that was part of why we kind of laid it on a little thicker, because we had no, we didn't really have a champion. But we interviewed three juniors, and we put quotes in the article. So it wasn't like, and I, this is for an editorial. We let him speak. We let him speak. And we published the article, very critical. And they asked, who wrote that? And I said, the editorials, because we don't name, put names on our editorials, except for one of them, which is open to the whole student body. And editorials reflect the general opinion of the editorial board. And they said, yeah, but who wrote it? And I said, that doesn't matter. Is there a mistake in there? Because that's the only reason why it would matter. <laughs> it's like a mistake in there. It's crazy. And they, and they said, no, but who wrote it? And they're like, did you write it? I said, I said it reflects that, the attitude of the editorial board. I said, well, you're editor-in-chief. Does it reflect your attitude? I'm like, yes, it does. <laughs> and they were like, and they knew it. And eventually, like, it wasn't they like, knew it. They, they figured but it out. But you wrote it. I wrote it. Okay, wrote so, it. so why did you just say, yeah? Well, because it's, because it's a team thing. It is a team thing. Yeah. And I don't want to make it seem like, and if they would have asked, well, because that's such a bad precedent. If they, if right. they who, who wrote this? Who wrote this? Who wrote this? Who wrote that? Let's right. say it wasn't even an editor. Let's say it was somebody who's writing an article for us. Right. I don't. I don't get to say, oh, that was that guy. We don't put names on them for a reason. Right. And that's part of the reason. And listen, right. the thing is, they should direct their hatred towards me because I have to approve a, a, a editorial. You were the captain of the ship. I was the editorial editor, yeah. and I was the editor in chief. Yeah, you live and die. By I the, by was the, the one. Yeah. Me yep. and it, no. If the rest of the editorial board says no, I don't like that. I'm saying, no, we're not putting that through. Right. Because it's supposed to reflect the attitude of every editor right. as a whole. And it did. It absolutely did. If, if anybody else would have written it, they would have written it the same way. Maybe a little less harsh because they cared a little more. But, yeah, and, and the reason why is because they booed me at convocation. Because <laughs> I, so I go up, I, I do the, um, I read the announcements at, um, before, over the intercom before school and then yeah. the convocation, which is like a meeting thing. I read him up on stage. I went up on stage, and I was smiling ear to ear, and they all started booing me, like, very loudly. Like, boo! And Because like, no one knew why they were booing, and everyone just started joining in. Everyone was booing. I was so happy. Did you, were you smiling? Or? I was grinning ear to ear. Dude. I was so happy. I was like, calm down, gentlemen. Calm down, gentlemen. <laughs> did you actually? Yes, and I said, I said, let's get these in. Let's get these in. What did, they, what did they say? They were just booing me. They were like hissing at me. What? Eventually, the teachers calmed them down. But what did your class think? My class, well, I mean, 
They, and I'm sure they thought it was hilarious because I, I was basically just jerking off our class. I was like, our class is the best. Your class stinks. <laughs> Which I, I, I still believe that. I still believe that they had a crappy class full of people who just didn't want to get anything done. I, I was probably, if I could rewrite it to be a little more fair, it's not their fault that they didn't have so many people. So I probably should have done the, well, because they started out with 70 kids. And How many did you have? We started out with probably like 95. We, had, we started with 95 and ended up with 88, which for Benedictine standards is really, really good for keeping all but seven kids. Yeah. First of all, we had a kid who got kicked out of school before first day. He got kicked no. out of school for fighting a coach in a football practice, physically. Really? He physically squared up with a coach in a football <laughs> practice, and he got kicked out of school. Automat. Automat was his name. Automatic. Automatic. <laughs> yeah. And I never met him. And I remember, like, like half, the, half the freshman How do you have a nickname when you didn't even make it to school? Good question. The kid had a nickname before he even got to school. Yeah. Automatic. Where do you end up at? Brush, I think. Okay. For most of the kids, you end up brush. Okay. Um, but, no, I mean... <laughs> Automatic. No, it was just... <laughs> I remember somebody put in there for the senior quote, it was just like, where's Automat at? No! Like, no, it was like favorite memory. It was like, Automat squaring up on Coach Fink in freshman Fink? Yeah, Fink? Coach Fink. He was, he was my cross coach. Good guy. <sighs> but, um, no, I mean, listen, if I would have rewritten it, I probably would have said, because it's not really fair to criticize the kids who are still there for the kids who aren't, but I do still think my parentheses subject to decrease on the class size. It was really That's funny. crazy. And, um, I mean, if I was them, I'd have been pissed. Oh, I'm, and they were. Yeah. And, like, software... Did like, they change anything, though? I think... Well, not... Well, I'm sure they... Well, because I wasn't there the next year, so I can't really... So my, the whole right. point of the article, and I probably could have reworded it a little better, was, like, get off your ass, start working harder, because it's embarrassing if you're the senior class and the junior class is running the school. Yes. Because that's what I was worried about. Because, like, yeah. our senior class... Ran because the thing about Benedictine is like it's so club centric and it's like the teachers are barely keeping it together pretty much. Like if you're if you're a respected student, you kind of get away with a lot and you are really because well, it's very 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 student focused when it comes to like every club. Like I mean, like I organized all of our trips to like like I set up the buses and stuff for like getting us the places. Seriously. For, like, for like, not for so you need some dogs to be in charge, basically. You need some people who are like, we're going to get shit done. Right. Because if shit, if they don't do shit, in a lot of clubs, in, in a lot of, these kids are like, because if you don't do shit, an adult will do it for you. Not not at Benedictine. Right. Like, Benedictine, you have to like, get that stuff locked in. And like, if, for example, senior year, JSA, Father Michael just left us at DC. He, he drove, he drove us there and then he drove back and we were there for four days and we had no chaperone. And that what? wasn't allowed. But they were like, he's like, listen, John, I trust you. I swear to God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick your ass if I hear anything bad. I'm like, all right, fair enough. Wait, wait, did he pick you up? Yeah, he picked you up. Why didn't he say? No, um, he had monkish things. That he's a monk, so I don't know. I, I, have, no, I, have, no, I have no idea. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's when you met Alex Jones. That's, no, that was a different trip. But you were that. You were there. Just we were there with that chaperone. Jesus. It was nice. And it was like, everybody else had a chaperone there. They were like, where's your chaperone? And I'm like, oh, he's, because he's a priest, so it was an automatic excuse. He was like, oh, he's saying a mass, he'll be at the next thing. He never was. And it was a lot of fun. Wait, so you had chaperones asking you that? Well, like people, the adults who kind of like run the thing. 
Well, well, like kids, kids would be like, "Where's your chaperone?" Like we never got like accosted. Like, right. Where's your chaperone? No, it wasn't that. Like, it was never that serious. But it was That's nice because it was like I like I, I we met Bernie Sanders when we were there. Though. Oh god. Oh Matt, we saw him because we we got a tour of Congress and got to see him actually like do stuff. It was it was a lot of fun, but it was like the point is if you wanted stuff if you wanted stuff to happen, you had to like do stuff. Like it wasn't just gonna happen for you, and that was right. the whole thing. It was like. And there were some good kids in that junior class. That Chris Munner kid I interviewed, good kid. He ended up being succeeding as president of JSA. Um, but the next year, who's the? I don't even know who the editor in chief was. I assume they. So had, ideally, it should be all senior and leadership it positions. All senior and leadership positions, right? But, which but takes except for student council, which has leadership positions for all four classes. Right. If no, like, am I going to say I? I was an editor and I was a president of a club my junior year. But, or no, I was a vice president. No, I was president of JSA my junior and senior year. But that was partially because we just didn't have a lot of really good... It should be seniors. Right, I agree. And, but yeah, we don't have to keep on talking about all that. But you brought it up. It's it's nice having a lot of freedom, especially when it was like, you could write whatever you want, and like, the only person who looked it over was Francie L.A. We didn't have to with anybody else. And you had the bandit? Yeah, the blowjob bandit. Now I'll be. I'm gonna put. I'll tell you. Want to tell a story? Tell the blowjob bandit. Tell you have the poop in the books. The poop in the books. I can confirm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that one I heard. I'll. I'll start yeah. on that one. That was the phantom poop. The phantom. The phantom pooper. Um. This. It was not. It, it happened the year before I was there. And or no, the year before the year before I was there. And I can. But I know this happened because I I heard it from teachers who said about it. So this guy. I assume one guy, there were rumors that it was a group of people. They don't know who That's so much worse. I, 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 so I don't know. Either person or group of people. Right. Over the course of, you know, textbooks in a class, they're not going to notice a few go missing. Right. So over the course of, they took textbooks, I think, from nine different classrooms. At least eight. It was eight or nine. Like several different classrooms. Yeah. And the day before finals, or sometime... They took a poop in them, slammed them shut, and returned them. Like, I don't know when they did this. I Maybe early before school. I don't know when they were, but they returned them to the class. And it was just, whatever happened, happened. I don't really know what the situation was. But I know it was like, a big, it was like their senior prank. Pooping in Someone had to open that thing. Like, how do you do that? Do you put it on the floor and squat over I it? I like to think that they bought a fishnet. They took a dump in a toilet, they fished it out, and they plopped it. I think that's the least gross way to do it. There's no way that happened. What do you think they did? They think they pooped straight on it? They could have. I think they went in the stall. I think they opened that damn book up, squatted over it, and pooped on it, and closed it. They might have just put the book in the toilet seat. No. They're pooping in it. Why There's not? no way they put because you can't not get it wet if you're putting it. Who cares? They care about that? Yeah, because you got to be able to touch it to put it back. Bro, you're pooping in a book. <laughs> I think you're giving these people too much credit. But that was a fancy pooper. I know that definitely happened. Okay. Blowjob bandit. I really haven't gotten any confirmation. That's like sexual assault. It's it, rape. Not like. Um, <laughs> I don't know that this is true. So don't like be looking up like, why well, don't I hear a police report about this? Yeah. It was. It's a, it's it a happened rumor. a few years before I went there. And like, it kind of phased out. But it was. People believe this happened. I will say that. People definitely believe this happened, as did I, freshman year. 
and I still kind of do. So <laughs> there's this guy. I don't remember his name. I know someone told me his name once, but he will be referred to as the blowjob bandit. And basically, <laughs> he would wait out in, or sorry, no, he would wait in the stall next to the handicap stall. And when somebody, there was only two stalls. And so when somebody go in, they'd go in the handicap stall, poop, and he would go under the door, in the <laughs> handicap stall, and said, here's the option. Either I beat the shit out of you and suck your dick, or you let me suck your dick. And one of those two things happens, and then it was a repeat problem, supposedly. I don't know. It, it, I almost believe it happened, but it's, just, it's a little too outlandish to a certain extent. I don't know. I'll leave it up to the audience to decide if it really happened. I will say this, and this isn't, I'm not lying about this. People believe it happened. People believe that there was a blowjob man. Wouldn't that have gotten, like, reported to the police? If that happened to you, would you report to the police? Oh, it ain't gonna happen to me. Right. But if it did... I would be... Dude, no. I would get out of that stall so fast. But if it did... Yeah. You report to the police? Yes! I'm getting my bag, bro! Okay. You right. think I'm gonna get... You think I'm gonna get assaulted and not get some money out of it? I think... I think a lot of people would be like... Because if you, and then that's just going to court. And then, you're, and then you're the dude who got his dick... Dude, it is 2023. Yeah, but it wasn't back then. But it is now. You're saying if that happened to you. I'm not saying I wouldn't go. Yes. Forward. I'm just saying. You're telling me that happened to you saying, tomorrow. You're not going to be in that courtroom sobbing, getting your bag. I would. I would. Do you think it's outlandish? That I'm not surprised it didn't happen. Some high school kids. No. Wouldn't go forward. No, I, I think it makes some. That dude, that well, people say that happens in the music industry, where like, you know, they say like, they take a rapper, they drug him, and they get him on video, like getting raped, basically, yeah. and then they say, if, you know. We'll release this yeah. if you rat on us. And there's too much homophobia in the rap industry. They think that that will just ruin their career, and they won't. Yeah. And listen, yeah, when you're in an all-guys Catholic school. Some dark stories like that. Similar stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's a... It's a... I don't know if that happens. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I believe it happens. I have zero proof that it did happen. I've never met anybody who's claims to be a victim or even knew anybody who's a victim. But, like, the craziest stories come from real life, in my yeah, opinion. I think maybe People think movies are the craziest stuff. It's like, no, real life's mm-hmm. crazy, bro. Life is... Real life is crazy. Yes. Yes. It always is. Bro, yes. Speaking of, like, fiction, though, so, one of our most loyal listeners, uh, Jello Ball, sponsored the pod today, I showed him the movie Coming to America. Oh. And I was like, have you ever seen this? He's like, no. And I was like, it's a classic. Yeah. And he's like, what makes a classic? Good question. And I was like, Salem would like to answer this question. It's a good question. What I told him was, because he's like, what makes a classic? And I said, well, it has to be good. Yeah. Well-liked, popular. And it has to be able to stand the test of time. Right. That's the thing. So I, don't like the, I don't like the phrase instant classic. Because it's not possible to be instant. Yeah. I, I I think something could have classic sound. And a classic... Yeah. But it, it can't I mean, be it, an instant... And, and maybe I mean, look, it could have classic like, potential. Right. That's, and that's what they're saying. Like, I think Tarantino's movies... Are instant, are instant classic. That's exactly what I was going to bring up. Like... Django when that dropped, yeah. I was like, "Wow, this is gonna yeah, be this gonna this be, movie's gonna hit forever." Yeah, it, it, but you don't know that, right? So you can't. That, that, that or like cars, like a Porsche nine eleven. Yeah, that car looks just as good as it did today, as it, or in nineteen eighty five as it does today. Yeah, it still blends. There's certain cars that you see that you're not you're not the car guy. No. So I could point out a certain cars to you, and I'd be like, "What year do you think that car is?" You'd be like, "Twenty twenty four." 
I'd be like, that car was made in 1997. Wow. Like, that's a, that's a classic. Yeah. Right? It's an interesting thing, and it's very interesting because it, it, it's different in different, not genres, in different mediums. Like, what makes a classic book is different than what makes a classic car, makes a classic song, that kind of stuff. I don't know. I think it's all the same. It's just as appealing as it was then as it is now, if not even more now. Yeah, maybe, but it, it's, it's, I, yeah, I'm just saying it's literally different. Like, what makes, because what makes a good book is different than what makes Oh, a well, yeah, like a movie. What makes yeah. a good movie? Yeah. I think, but, for a movie, though, I think the joke, like, Coming to America is still hilarious. Yeah, still great. Like, that, that's the problem, I think, with putting jokes in movies that are too present with the times, and putting lyrics and songs like i hate when rappers go like it's 2023 you know i'm getting my like i hate that yeah i hate when they date the song like um that bothers me because i'm just like you ruined the classic like when certain rappers like rapping about nba players it's like um like when there was a one it was like i'm in it's about anthony davis and he was like i'm in nola like anthony davis or something like that and it's like well he's not anymore right and it's like unless Unless you're gonna say like a Cleveland Lebron line, that's fine. Unless you're like a or like a Golden State Curry line, yeah, or like a Michael Jordan so Bulls not, line, like, or Kobe like well, Kobe Lakers, but well, probably. Yeah, I think that's the key to to good art. Yeah, is making stuff that. that doesn't stamp itself date wise. Yeah, which I think that's why like topics of like love and like war and fighting. That's why I mean there are certain books that are written. Hundreds of years ago, that I'm like, dude, this could be written today. Yeah, like they talk about stuff. Like, Classic. They're, 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 one of my favorite books. It's about. It's, it was written in. It takes place in 1904 and is written in like 1919. Like, 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 no, it was published in 1922, and it has. There's a scene about a dude who's like waiting in line ordering food, and there's a girl with a nice ass, and he's like, <laughs> uh, and he's like hurried up because he wants to like <laughs> wants to catch a glimpse and I swear to god and that's what it is and like that's the thing I'm like dude 100 years ago yeah same shit jeez we haven't evolved for we shit we haven't evolved at all we haven't evolved for shit it was like, but it, uh, like it's written differently because he's like I want to catch a glimpse of those moving hands but, oh like, my god you know what they're talking about right now it's just like now it's like move so I can see the gap yeah. you know now it's, it's like we have not changed at all. damn we haven't evolved at all yeah, have we, we just, yeah, fucking history may not repeat itself but it sure rhymes Damn straight. That's why, so like, we probably touched, so there you go, Jello Ball, that's a mixed classic. Yeah. Um, for, what was I going to say? Like, so people always go like, oh my god, the world's ending, like, it's worse than it's ever been. Right. I don't know if I buy that. Yeah, I don't buy it at all. Like, I think in the 1940s, and the 60s, and the 80s, and the 2000s, like, I think at every point people were like, oh, the world's ending, this is, the world's going to shit. And then also, the, and then after all that happens, I think we also nostalgia glamorizes the past. Dude, people were saying too much. 2016 was like the worst year ever. Well, they were saying that was the best year for music, too. Yeah. Which, like, I don't think, like, I think the 80s gets glamorized a lot. Oh, the 80s probably gets glamorized more than any other. Yeah, time. 90s is starting to get glamorized. there wasn't, like, a big bad thing. Like, the 70s kind of had Vietnam, not kind of, the 70s had Vietnam. Yeah. And then the 90s had, like, the, I mean, like, not even, like, the war on terror, but, like, war on drugs and stuff, like, more in your face about it. Even well, we had Reagan in the 80s saying, right, just and, say no. And that's the thing. It was happening. Crack like, in the 80s? AIDS. 
they, yeah, I mean, you get a lot of shit. Yeah, it's just we just see people dancing to music and doing right. lines, and we think it's all like it was yeah. just a great time so to be. Pure. Yeah, right, fair enough. That's a solid valid. point. Valid. Like, like yeah, sure, we didn't have fentanyl. Yeah, but they also weren't doing like Molly, probably. No. Or maybe they were, but. I don't know. Like I don't, I don't know. I I feel like, and you could argue we're more like polarized. Now, like I was having a conversation with someone recently, and like I was, I was, I was on the side of I don't really think we're that polarized, and he was on the side of yes, and you know he brought up some points, and I was like you know maybe that's just me being the ignorant twenty three year old. I really just think it's the internet. I think that's the biggest difference. He cited some examples of people in real life that he knows that are like that. Like, oh, that's certainly true. I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm saying you wouldn't think they constituted as big a portion of the world if they didn't get a And that's exactly what I was saying. That's exactly that's what I was why. saying. And that's why. And, that, and the reason why that happens is because of the internet. That's what I was saying. Dude, that you were literally speaking exactly. Like, I said those exactly. But I also realized, like, we are only... I'm only 23 years old. Yeah. So, like, I'm like... Look, this is why I also like doing the podcast. Yeah. Because I realize... Like, I already listened to our old podcast, and I'm like, oh, I don't think like that now at all. Right. And so, I, that's why I kind of like this, because I'm going to be able to look back at this when I'm 50 mm-hmm. and be like wow, that was pretty baller of me to, like, have that same opinion. I'll probably look back at a lot of these and go, why'd you use the word baller there? That was pretty yeah. stupid of you, and yeah. that was a terrible opinion. You're an idiot. Oh, we're going to cringe so hard. We're going to cringe really hard. Bro. Like, we better, if I don't, if I don't look back at these and cringe, though, that's a problem. That's a big problem. That's a big problem. Like, we're not going to still be talking 50 years from now. Like, dude, Blake needs to figure that shit out. Right. Like, buddy, like, I, that's somebody real, somebody, an older member of our law school, um, like in his mid thirties, was like, yeah. Why do you guys? You guys use like words in the third person all the time. Like, what do you mean? He's like, you guys always say, "Bro needs to figure that shit out," or "Buddy doesn't even know." Like, it's like, why do you say stuff? Like we that? do like, say that I'm a like, lot. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Because we didn't. I didn't even notice even that. Like five years ago, we weren't really doing that. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And like I was kind of like I started doing that in college. Like, I, didn't, I don't even know when. Yeah. I didn't say that in high school. I was like, "Buddy needs the Gen Z does I do mean, that a the lot." The buddy thing is pretty new. I think. Like, Buddy needs to figure this out. Buddy we needs, say that a lot. Buddy thinks he's hot. Buddy thinks, yeah. Buddy thinks he's... Buddy, he, buddy, 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 buddy thinks he did something. Do you think it's also because our generation, like, Gen Z especially, like, we speak in memes? Oh, for sure. That's well, a big I mean, issue just, for us. And that's the thing about the internet. It's like, the stuff just circulates faster, faster, faster. Being well-spoken is a real problem for us. Yeah, well, it's been always... But that's... It's a real issue. People always, though. People thought 80s slang was bad. Yeah, and true. Now it's just how people talk. We... I don't... And do you like this casual world? Yeah. I like casual world. I don't know if I like it. I like the idea that people are able to more be themselves than like... No, I didn't say that. Well, what do you, well, what do you mean? Like the whole casual. Everyone's casual. Everyone's work from home. Everyone's casual. Like, what happened to going to work in a full suit and getting yelled at for eight hours? It still happens. What do you mean? You... But not as much. Like, I feel like... I don't know. That's... I don't... Is that really true? Everything's casual now. A lot of people work from home. You can wear whatever you want. Where do you wear work? A quarter zip? Khakis? You don't prefer to... Why don't you wear a suit? Because I'd be out of place. So who cares? I'm just saying I don't I don't know. Like, I feel like we're, it's you, just You'd too... rather wear a suit to work. You'd rather everybody in your work wear a suit. No. Then why do you care? So there's something about... What the, so embracing the suck with a group of people. That's like... Feels good. I, I honestly think... I don't know. I, just suit, think... I, I like the idea of suit being for special occasions. I kind of like that. The, the idea that you're really dressing up. Yeah, but I also don't like the whole... I don't know. I feel like the world's so, like... Like, my dad. My dad. Like, he wears a suit when he goes into court, but not when he just goes into the office. Yeah. 
It's nice. Like, like I don't know. To, to the office. People used to dress in suits every day. Every day. No, everyone. Every day. Yeah. In every, in almost every business. It's kind of clean. It's yeah. kind of fire. It is. Everyone's just dripped up. Yeah. Hit the pub, we're all in suits. Right. Looking good. The fellas are looking good. Yeah. But no, we're sitting here. I'm dressed in an all brown sweatsuit. And you got some type of monster on your t-shirt. Yeah. This is how we dress nowadays. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I feel pretty comfortable in this. Yeah, but how did they dress in the 80s when they were just chilling out? The same stuff. Same stuff. So who cares? I'm not saying we're not, 80s. We're not, no, we're not at work right now. I know. If we're at work, we'd be dressed differently. Very different, yeah. If I was... I'm gonna wear a suit when I go to work. If I work in a law firm. Yeah. Or if I clerk for a judge. If I, pretty much everything in the law. Yeah, I'll wear a suit. You're, you're I just, just in a smaller office where people are more comfortable about being casual around each other. Yeah. It's fine. What's also the nature of our business is it would probably not be good for us oh, to all be in suits. Oh, you have clients in the office. Uh, all, all, yeah, all the time. Oh, okay. But, like, they don't... They just don't care? So, they don't... No, yeah, I mean, they don't really give a shit. There's a lot of the reason why people do wear suits in, like, big laws because clients want to see that. Like, they, they want to see kids wear See, in my them. business, I don't... Clients don't want to see that. Interesting. Yeah. Why? It's because there's no need... Like, think about it. If, so, if you're... If you own a factory, right... And you're, I'm your advisor, uh-huh. and you're you're loaded. Like you, okay. it's a very successful manufacturing business. And I show up in a suit to your to your factory where your office is at. Yeah. And your workers see a suit pull up. Yeah. They're gonna be like, "We're getting audited." Okay. Like, oh shit. No, yeah. I need to show up in like I need to look presentable. Yeah. But I need to show up in like jeans and a button down. Thing I hear a lot from Notre Dame kids who are doing like client work. Like they're like. Yeah, like, we don't want to, like, show up in a suit and, like, really, like, we want to be presentable, but we don't want to, like, because people don't want them to get visited by somebody in a suit. Like, exactly. It's like, what are you doing? Right. That's the thing. You got to dress for your clientele. That's, that's what, that's what the I would want my lawyer in a suit. Because it's just not a, right, exactly. If I see my lawyer, he better be in a suit. In well, court. I mean, my, in court, yeah. Yeah. But, like, when people visit my dad, class with my dad, he's not wearing a suit. No, but that's also because you, well, first of all, just being good trumps yeah, everything. Yeah. So if you're just good. You well, can wear whatever you want. No, probably not. Something he gets clients because he's a dog. Cause, and that's just not, Absolute dog. That's why you get clients. Yeah, it's name recognition. Ninety-five percent. Yeah, because you're I mean, a dog. So I think most of the people my dad, probably the majority of my dad's clients are working class. Yeah. They don't necessarily want to see a dude in a suit. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, some, some people do. Me and my dad, and my dad was angling for different clientele. He would wear things, but yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Dress to your client base. Doesn't need to. I don't know, I think it would be cool, though, to, like, if for a week you walked everywhere, everyone was, like, dressed up nice. Yeah. Work at a bigger company, dude. Like, they're not wearing suits at Goldman Sachs? I guarantee you they are. No, not even nowadays, dude. You don't think so? I, I, in New York, I'm sure on Wall Street, people are still wearing a lot of suits. But I think... You the, see people walking around in suits. All the, yeah. When we were in London, people were wearing suits. I'm, I'm talking more about, not just in business, I mean, like, in general society, everyone used to be wearing suits. Yeah, but- I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't be comfortable. I think it'd be cool for like a week. See, you don't get it. Cause you, I, I went to school with the dress code. I had to wear, I had to wear uh, certain time. You did, but there was... We could talk about that. If For you guys out there that went to public school like I did, you know, like a normal dude. Yeah. Right. Like a functioning American. Um, having to put on a fit every day was like kind of annoying. And like you end up wearing just sweatpants because you don't care. But, like, there is something that was, because we, we would talk, like, it would kind of, like, sometimes it'd be kind of nice to just 
have to just oh you just put on khakis today. The only thing you gotta pick out is your tie. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. That's kinda nice, dude. You don't have to think. No, you don't. Like public school it's like oh you know you gotta think about what you're wearing every day. It's annoying. Not me. I would just wake up and be like, how do I feel? I saying, I, I, That's I, why I dress based on mood to this day, bro. Telling you. Really? I, I don't think I've ever factored my mood in. Does everyone drink? Is that a normal thing? Or am I the only one that does? No, I feel like no, most people... Do. Every, I've never met a girl who doesn't dress based on mood. No, because girls are dressed based on the, f- the place they're going to. That's also true. Whereas me, me more so like... If I'm You're going acting to, like they only factor in one thing. They, there are a lot of factors that go into it. Have you ever, it's true. Have you ever been around, if you've been around girls when they're picking out outfits, you know it's oh, a yeah. whole production. It's a whole production. Yeah, but the things behind the production might be different. Sure, but for the most part. Like, you know me, George Costanza, bro, I'd, Morning Mist, I dress based on mood. Which, some people so, are going to hear this pod and they're going to say that I wear the same three things, which you'd be correct, but there's there's differences in those fits. Yeah, I don't think I'd say that about my fits, but I think they're always the same. You don't really dress based on mood, do you? You, you dress on, based on weather more. I mean, this is one of my nicest t-shirts. And I wore that because of the video podcast. You laugh, but this has gotten more compliments than the rest of my wardrobe combined. <laughs> combined. And your khakis, dude. The, dude, put on khakis in, a, in an anime tee. I mean, look at me, dude. I look like an idiot. Yeah, well done. Over here in a sweat. What the? F- <laughs> I, just don't get the I just don't get the... You kind of look like Kanye. Look at the fit, bro. Listeners can, uh, can hit me up. It's a, little, it's a little Sunday fit. Oh, it's just, it came like that. What do you mean it came like that? I thought they were like different pieces. No, dude, you, I bought them. They're just like... It's like a two-piece sweatsuit. Yeah, it's just a sweatsuit. It's a good Sunday fit. And then I had the dunks on with it. I feel comfortable in it. And it's comfortable. Like, that's what the whole point of it. We're doing a podcast, Sunday fit. <laughs> you look nice. I, so my question, answer to the question is, I really don't dress based on mood. If I'm going, like, if I'm going out... I'll wear like I'll be more likely to wear a nicer T-shirt and a flannel. But I wear the same flannel. But you're a big flannel guy when well, we go like, out. London kind of really turned me on the flannel. You're some big flannel guy when we go out. You always got a flannel over the tee when we go out. Yeah, it's nice because when it gets a little cooler, I just, it's just breathable. It's not like a coat. Yeah. So like you're dancing. It's like you're not like overheating. But so going to bars in the winter sucks. Yeah. Like a, like a dancing bar. If you're at a dive bar, wear the jacket. You're oh, good to go. Yeah, but. If you're at a dancing bar, like, which I think I'm over dancing bars now, for the most part. Like, no, I love them, but like, in a sense of, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I think there was a time in my life, a time in my life, it's like a year ago, (laughs) like, pretty much since I've been out of school, even when I was in school though, most of the time, because like, Dayton, like I need, like I need a Tim's bar for all my UD listeners. Like you've been to Tim's, I need a dive bar that also has a place to dance in it, yeah. as well. Like so that, uh, like you can go to a dive bar with a dance floor, and you can go there and you could have a few drinks, have a great time, or you can go there and get obliterated and have a great time. Because at some point, you know, after those, I would say after like about five to six drink mark, you're gonna want to move. Yeah. You're gonna want to move. You're gonna want to dance it up. So you need that's to have dancing I, abilities. I, that's what I do like about downtown Cleveland is that you can get obliterated at a bar, do a little bit of dancing, then go to a club forward and really go crazy. Yes. Have we t- have we talked about, like, I forget if we did, like, the best places to have a drink. We haven't done that, no. I mean, we should just... Rankings? We don't have to do the rank, but, like... For, like no, top- no, wait, no, we did do that. We did do that. I'm pretty positive. We did, yeah. We did. We yeah, did. Might have. We definitely did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We should... We- we should do um. We should rank the bars and down in the last one of these days. That'd be fun. 
Those are like five of them. Right, I'm so can... I'm so over the flats. Yeah, it's a little too very expensive. It's too expensive and like the vibe's just not. Yeah. People are like. They suck. People are so annoying. You don't like the vibes in the flats? Dude, no. I like the vibes. I have a good vibe in the flats when I go down with a group like 10. Sure. Like, I don't know. People don't dance like they used to, I feel like. That's why I think other times get glamorized. Well, you made fun of me when I was dancing at Forward. You, you what do you mean? I danced. Not really. You guys were all getting drinks the whole time. I was dancing. Sorry, sorry. You were raving. There's a difference. Exactly. Well, it was a fucking... It was a DJ. I'm not a raver. I'm more of a dan- just a dancer. I'm more of a Goodnight John Boy type of dancer. Okay, then. Fair enough. Which I danced when we were there, did I not? Last time we were... Yeah. We were having a good old time dancing up, cutting a rug up on that floor. I just like going up and down, bro. I know. You, you're a raver. You can go... You go rave. For, for... So we were all there with like a group of people. A group yeah. of like probably eight at that time. That was two years ago. Because that was a... Yeah. I forget if that was the summer going into junior year, or if that was the summer going into... It two years ago. No. That was the summer That was the summer going into senior year. Yeah. So it was a year ago. Was Over like, a year ago. Over a year ago. Because it was, it was last... It was definitely 21. Was it, was not, it was not this summer. It was last summer. Yeah. So we were, at a, we were probably with eight people. All the fellows are there. All the ladies are there. We were, yeah. you know, whatever. You had a friend from out of town. The big guy. Big tall guy. Ben was there that weekend? No, uh, the dude who wanted to be a secret service agent. Brad. Yeah. Bradley Beal, Brad, if you're listening, shout out Brad. Yes, Brad's a f- great time. <laughs> that was when Brad was here? Okay. Yeah. Um, Remember we started off at Brickman's house? Yes. Yeah. That was that night? That was that night, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. But, uh, well, I remember him there at Club Forward. Because he was the one who had the recording. Of me dancing. I don't know if Brad ever went to Ford with us. No, because he was the one who had the recording. I'm maybe he did. Sure. Maybe he did. Yeah, it's all blurry those nights. But, but um, we're there. We're all dancing in like our group, pretty close up to the DJ booth. All of a sudden, I'm looking around. Salem's gone. Kids disappeared. Like he's gone. And I'm like, you know, no big deal. We're not leaving yet. Right. So whatever. I'm just gonna hang out. About 45 minutes an hour later, Salem comes out somewhere in the crowd. Like, drenched in sweat. Like, dripping. And he has a... a what is it? A necklace? Bandana. And he goes, I got the DJ through me this! And, like, this is not the first thing that's happened. I remember I took Salem... Or, no, you didn't, I didn't take you there. You visited Dayton. And we're at Tim's. And we're all, like, on the dance floor. And it was in time that I went, you know, we decided we are going to move a little bit. I'm standing in a group. I look over... And Sam's dancing with, like, random foreign exchange students, like, jumping up and down, like, sweating again. Dude, I'm... But I over, and I'm like, what's he doing? He's like, <laughs> that's done. I don't even remember that. Dude, oh, yeah. I'm well, this is, at, this is St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I know. I remember. That's the only time I've ever been to Tim's. So yeah. I don't remember doing that. Yeah. It was, it was hilarious. I believe, I believe it. It's not yeah. Like, well, I used to get so into it in London, because it's how all the clubs are. They're all, like, jump up and down. Oh, yeah, that's a good, that's what you're uh, supposed to do. That rave is fun. You're the type of person that's fun. You don't want a person that stands there. I hate people that stand. because I, well, I was like, my arms are around random people at four. Yeah. I was going up and down. If you're going to dance, go dance. It was fun. And it was, um, yeah. that one time I disappeared. I had a habit of disappearing around the flats, though. I would, I would. Yeah, go, you're I the would, friend that just wanders. Yeah. I like it because you, you can get into a, a lot of clubs that didn't have covers, and I like doing that. Yeah. Well, it's one time, I, I still felt bad. This isn't meant to be a flex in any sense because I probably regret doing this to a certain extent. But I was just getting fed free drinks because this girl, this this girl was at this bar, 
And we were talking for a little bit. She's like, do you want do you want a drink? I'm like, oh no, that's fine. And oh my gosh, street meat. And then she, no, 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 that was different. Oh, that was that a different was, night. That was Christmas that was, time. I'll talk about that too. But, but I'm um, to talk she was like, she, I was like, oh no, that's fine. I almost offered her a drink. She's like, oh no, no, no. It's, it's this guy who was flirting with me. He gave me his card. And I was just like, oh. I remember yeah. this. And then I'm like, oh yeah, then sure, then I'll have a drink. And we were sitting there for like Despicable. Like, despicable just, behavior. Just talking back and forth. And I'm like, so where is this guy? And she's just like, he's over there. And he was like sitting, like looking at her. And I was like, despicable behavior. Awful behavior. I felt bad. Yeah. I've never done it that. Was, it was brutal. I, I, I've but, done that. Yeah. But, Listen, I'm not going to say no to free drinks. It's evil world we live in. But, yeah, it's pretty messed up. Yeah. I agree. Ball had a question for us. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> He wanted to know who we would eat dinner with. One dinner, dead or alive, five people. Five people? Yeah. I probably have a very... I'll let you go first, because I probably have a very... Well, yeah, I mean, there's two ways you can approach this, in my opinion. It's like, well, the thing is, do you try and meet with modern-day people that are alive to try and leverage yourself into a higher position? No, let's say no. Or do you... Let's just say no. Just meet with people you... Like, I'm going to meet with Mark Q... No. Let's just meet with people who it's... It's all about the experience. I'm probably going to go comedians. Okay. Like, that would be so fun. Five, five comedians? Like, five comedians. I like Shane Gillis a lot. Okay. I listen to a lot of his, his material. You know who that is? I know, yeah, I know who Shane Gillis is. Yeah, he's a big Notre Dame guy. Uh, he's pretty funny. So probably, probably him. Um, what, what other comedians? Brian Reagan's taking into that top five? Huh? Brian Reagan? No. Top five? Can't do him top five. That's pretty funny. Chappelle. Hard to turn on Chappelle. Alright, Chappelle too. Cause Chappelle's an Ohio guy. Yeah. So Chappelle Gillis... Dude, that'd be fi- who's another comedian I watch all the time? I'm trying to think, who's that? Bill Burr would be pretty funny. Bill Burr would be fire. Maybe Burr. Yeah, I need some, so that's three comedians. I need some like characters there for them to feed off of. Throw Kanye in there. Kanye's too out of it now, dude. Well, but the maybe they're not out of it, Kanye, because it can be alive or dead. Kanye from ten years ago. Wow. I don't know. I'm going. I'm going St. Pablo, Kanye. That's what I was saying. Right 26, yeah, 26, so 2016, Kanye. Kanye. Yes. 2016, Kanye. Uh, and then I got one more. <sighs> I hope you want a, another rapper in there. Another rapper? Yeah. You're not considering athletes at all. What athletes do I want to talk to? I don't know, dude. Uh, mm. Maybe Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler? He's funny, dude. He is funny. LeBron's too stupid to participate in a, in a good conversation. I don't think he's too stupid. Dude, LeBron's an idiot. He's not that dumb. Co- really? Yeah. Dude. He's not that dumb. He's not Every dumber book- than anybody else. LeFirst Page. LeFirst Page. What is LeFirst Page? LeBreaking COVID, pro- Le COVID <laughs> Protocol. Every time, look up LeBron first page of book compilation. There's compilations <laughs> of him that I go, so you read my book, what's your favorite part? He goes, I haven't really got into it too much, but... I like the message in the story. Think like LeBron, you haven't read shit out of that I book. I like DJ Khaled. I do like DJ Khaled that a lot. I do love DJ Khaled. Yeah. He and he's like a pure he's guy. Dead people. Uh, you said you you put in a live or dead. I mean, obviously, I if I'm being like serious, I'd go like my relatives that I haven't met. Okay, well, okay. No, but I don't no, think no, that counts because like that would ruin the purpose of the question. But like yeah. that's probably what I would do. Yeah, sure. Right. That's good. I'd I'd probably go with all the, my my dead relatives. Yeah. Like even the ones you didn't know. Especially the ones I didn't know. Really? Dude, my grandpa that I never got to meet? You kidding? That'd be nice. I would have to, yeah. I, I thought you meant, like, deep back. Like, that cool, too, dude. Like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know how motivating that would be? To go meet with, like, my 
great-grandparent that came over here as a plumber's assistant. Damn, your family's been here that long? No, dude, my family's been here since, like, um, not my grandma, my grandma's parents. Okay. Fresh off the boat, bro. Not really, but, no, it's not fresh off the boat, but, like, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah, it is kind of 100 years, but that's not crazy. No, it's not crazy. It's just, I I didn't realize, yeah, it's. I probably meet those dudes. Yeah. They'd be so motivational. Yeah. They'd be like, what do you do? You do a podcast with your idiot friend in his basement? Dude, go make money. They'd probably, so it'd probably be, like, pretty motivational. Yeah. But I don't know. It'd be, it'd be just cool to see where right. it came from. Let me, let me, let me think of my five. So. Yeah. I got, well. If, so, so drinks are going to be Jimmy Butler. I'll say Jimmy Butler. Are you going to assume drinks are going to be involved? Yes, drinks are going to be. This is, is going to be, like, a like a dinner you go to at 4 p.m. And you don't leave till like, 1 a.m. I have to, I, I have to factor in the relationship between the people I'm drinking with. First of all, Hemingway's my number one choice. Ernest Hemingway's on the list. What a nerd. For sure. What a nerd-ass <laughs> answer. You don't even know. You don't know Hemingway, bro. It's not... It's not I don't know Bell. I don't know Bell. I don't know Bell. I don't know Bell. Dude, he was... Hemingway was dope. Wait, is he the guy that they have the festival for in yes, Key West? Yes, in Key West. That's right. So he's like a drunk and a drug addict, right? He's drunk. He's a drunk. He definitely did coke. I don't know that that's... I mean, I mean well, he died in like the 30s. Definitely... Doing coke okay, I don't know. I mean, that's a little bit before I would think. But he was drunk, right? He was drunk. Okay. I'm sure he did other types of drugs, but he was a big drinker. Big drinker. Okay. Um, led a very interesting life. Super yeah, it's a, interesting it's a good life. one. He fought in World War One. He fought in World War... Well, the, the thing is, he drove an ambulance in World War One, which really? was like... That took that takes stones to to drive, to drive ambulances because those shits. Well, that was before they they weren't allowed to blow those, right? And they did. He got blown up in one of them. Seriously, he saved two two people's lives. He got he got he got a purple heart. He was a war hero. Back sure. when intellectuals were also badasses. Yeah, and he he did run. He was like running with the bulls. He was a big fisher. Loved fishing marlin. Um, Just a badass. He was on... He hunted U-boats in World War Holy II. Holy shit. Like, he, they, like... Wait, he went back to World War II? Because he was, like, in his 50s, but, like, they... Let me look this up. He, like, drove... He, like, rode around on a... I don't know if he... Hold on. Hemingway... Um... U-boats. Let me look this up. During World War II, Hemingway used his boat to search for U- German U-boats in Caribbean water, waters. Jesus. It was outfitted with communication and a and a Thompson submachine gun and grenades. So he just rode around, and supposedly he took one out. But I don't know. If, I don't know if that part's true. But he did do that. What a he, dog! And he like he hunted animals on like every continent. He like was mauled by a boar. He was he was like a man's man. Like okay. he, he he's kind of like what people refer to as is like a like basically what I'm saying. Guy's guy. A guy's guy. Drinks a lot. Drinks whiskey. He's a boxer. Um, okay, so he's a dog. He's, he's a man's dog. man. Yeah, and I probably throw James Joyce in there just because he was also a major alcoholic and drank a lot, but he was more of a wimp. Like he used to drink with James Joyce used to drink with Hemingway, pick a fight, and say deal with him Hemingway, and then Hemingway would beat the shit out of that guy, and like that was kind of their thing. So I would love. Wait, to they were boys. They were boys. They were homeboys. As Scott Fitzgerald, the dude who wrote Great Basketball, he hung out with them too. What? Like, all those people kind of hung out with each other in Paris. That yeah. makes sense, though. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Like, comedians like, hang out with comedians. Yeah. Comics totally. hang out with comics. Like, musicians hang out with musicians. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, they, they like each other. I, I'd love, so those, those are like my two authors I think I choose. 
I, I it'd be hard to turn down like prime Kanye. Just like dude, it, why it, is Kanye it, such a like just, he's just such a wild card? Observe. He would hijack that conversation. Because I really so long do ago. think he has one of the uniquest ways of thinking about stuff. Like, yeah. Anybody? I think I'd throw in a scientist, not like a Neil deGrasse Tyson, maybe like a Stephen Hawking type, or like an Albert Einstein. Like a really and smart, Einstein like, like cool. a really smart person who like whose thought process and I should probably throw in a philosopher too. Oh god, that's tough. Aquinas would be really cool. Augustine would be really cool. If I want to go like a religious way with it, but if I didn't, Kant would be really cool. I guess they have to be able to speak English, right? Is that a rule? If they can't speak English, can I not add them? Or yeah, because they, they gotta be them. You can't, you can't now. You can't morph a person. Okay. I can't make Ch- Kanye speak Mandarin. They so gotta be the like, per- yeah. Right, you can't go right. like that. Then let me think. Somebody who can speak English. Also, thanks for making me look stupid. No, I, I just said how my top five dinner dead or alive would be four idiot comedians, Kanye West, and a pro athlete. Yeah. And you just went some of the greatest authors of all time and philosophers. Well, I just, I because I wanted to, like, because it's really interesting to see those types of people who are, like, really smart get loaded. Like, get absolutely loaded. Yeah. Like, to me, that'd be really cool because it'd be, like, humanizing somebody I look up to a lot. That's that's why yeah. I want to do it. Not really necessarily, like, pick their brains, but I want to talk about not philosophy with them. I want to talk about, like, fucking sports and shit. Like, what would, they, what would they think about that kind of stuff? Like, regular people. They wouldn't even know, though. Maybe I'd throw in, like, a great leader, like an FDR. I think I would. I was thinking about that. I think that's... I think my five like, would what, be... What person do you really want to talk to that was a world leader? I mean, I, I think, like, FDR. Like, post... Well, let's say, let's say he survived World War II. Because he didn't. Right. He right. Like, talk about what it was like, like, leading through a world war. Yeah, it's insane. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I think that would be so. That like my five would be two guys in wheelchairs: Stephen Hawking and FDR, um, and then Joyce Hemingway and um, I think Kanye. Like I have the Kanye. Dude, now. why is Kanye in there? Yeah, I think he has to be. It's such I, a wild card. I, I honestly think he would bring a lot to the conversation. I honestly do. Yeah, I think he would too. Because Walt Disney, Steve Jobs. Yeah, yeah. This guy cooking. This guy. I I just looked at it was like. I took the What's more the most entertainment value. Yeah, and I think if you're gonna have the most, but I think to your point, a guy like Hemingway, like you're gonna get hammered at this dinner. Yes. Like this well, is gonna be because like, these guys drink absinthe. What do you mean, like? You know, absinthe. Like straight. Well, absinthe, like like ethanol or ethanol? Is it ethanol? That's I don't know what absinthe is, man, but I know absinthe is legal now. Well, it's probably like eighty percent or. Well, it's not even it's that. Like pure alcohol. It'll, it's a, it's the type to make you go blind type of alcohol. Absolutely, it's like moonshine. Right. But, like, more refined. Absinthe is... Okay. It's portrayed as an hallucinogen. I don't know that it is, but, like, what is it? Okay, what is... I'll just look up what is absinthe. It's probably a moonshine type of drink. What is absinthe? Well, because they serve it in Paris. I went to an absinthe bar in Paris. What? Overproof liquor. It has to be at least 100 proof. It's normally around 75%, so that's 150. So that's, like, close to Everclear. Yeah. So it's really, really, and they used to slug the bourbons back. Tito's is like forty percent. Yeah. And like high percentage bourbons are only forty-five max. Yeah. Yeah. 50, 50 Maybe fifty. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this stuff. Yeah. 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 So not only were they drinking heavily, they were drinking heavily, heavily. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hemingway has. I think no one has. I think there's a stat. No one has more bars named after him than Hemingway in the whole world. Truly. Really? He has like three in Key West. He has like two in Paris. Yeah. 
and it's just a lot of people just use his name. Like him and Shakespeare are like the two most. This is Shakespeare. People I'm surprised you didn't say Shakespeare. Well, I wouldn't be able to. I mean, for one, there it would be something of a language gap. Yeah. A more significant one. Yeah. And I don't know. It, I just it, went for most laughs. For him, I almost prefer him to be like completely shrouded in mystery. Like I don't even like thinking of him as like a human being, just because like. I don't know. That's just how I feel about him. This is so long ago. Like, these other guys, I want to humanize them. That's why I want to have dinner with them. For him, it almost be better. Not that I'm like a huge Shakespeare fan, because I'm really not. Right. But I like Shakespeare enough. And I really like plays. And, like, it just so happens that he directs a bunch of, like, the plays that get put on. Right. Like, if there's another, like, name another famous playwright. Dude, I don't know. No one does. And, like, I, I could probably only name, like, five. There is aren't a lot of... Uh, Disney, low-key. Who? Disney. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, then. The Lion King get, is a huge play, though. Yes. Yeah, well, well, he didn't write that. I don't think he wrote that. Was that a play before it was a movie? Definitely movie? not. Well, I don't. Actually, that's a good well, question. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea either. Yeah, I can't say. I mean, there are a lot of playwrights, but like none that like defined. Like, for the most part, like after the 1500s, it was all about who was writing the best books, not who was writing the best plays. Yeah. It was just like that would be a good dinner, though. It would. It would I, that, I, you, you, that might end in a fist fight, that dinner. It might. I mean, I could see Kanye saying something that pisses Hemingway off. Hemingway beat the yeah. Maybe Hemingway, maybe any of these guys use the N-word the wrong way. You never yeah. Know. You hope not, but, you know, they're from yeah. the... Yeah, my dinner was from... You kind of approached it two-prong, learning and having fun at the same time. Yeah, I think so. Mine just went pure fun. Yeah, which is valid. If I wanted I mean, to, like... Listen, if there was people who were only alive, my answer would be what yours was. Pretty close to it. Like, Brian Reagan. Yeah. People I think are hilarious. Love to bring Norm MacDonald back from the grave. That would be... Yeah, he's a good one to pick, too. He's a funny dude in conversation. Well, I almost picked Seinfeld, too. Seinfeld would be cool. He's a good one. But if I was going to go, like... I wouldn't be able to go more than three comedians, though, because I feel like they'd all be trying to one-up each other. Or maybe not even trying. Certain ones would. Yeah. Certain ones wouldn't. That's why I went, like, Chappelle, Bill Burr, and Shane Gillis, they could just talk, and it would just... they're, They're talking, it's just funny. Very funny. That's what, a great they wouldn't be just trying to. They wouldn't be like trying to one up each other with bits. Yeah. Like that's why I went like that route. Yeah. But yeah. if I was going like advance myself route, I'd probably have like a Bezos, a Elon, a Jay Z, like just the titans of industry in every industry, right? Yeah. I don't know. Bill For Gates. just yeah. Bill Gates, I don't even want to talk to that dude. I don't even want to talk to them though, to be honest. Yeah, I wouldn't Bezos, honestly, Bezos would be this, this, Elon would be kind of interesting. Well, that's my thing. I almost think Bezos would because I've always like, Bezos people, would be too. People dislike Bezos, and I get it. Like you can dislike somebody because of their business practices. I've always respected how he's never tried to be cool ever. No, like he's like like that's what my second number one thing that I don't. He like is pretty cool though. He is pretty cool. like he's pretty juiced up now, and he just bought a mega yacht. So yeah, I, he's but, pretty cool. Listen, he's if he had that much money, you're cool in my book. Yeah, he's, but, anything he does is going to be pretty cool. But with Elon, he makes a concerted effort to, like, be cool. And yeah. I've always respected the fact that Bezos has always just been like, yeah, I'm just, I'm, just I'm not a regular dude. Why should I be? Yeah. Like, why, did, why should I try to appeal to regular people? Yeah. Instead, he just shaved his head. He basically likes Luther. You heard that dude laugh? It's like, it's yeah, his laugh is kind of wild. Evil laugh. And it's like... <laughs> no, that's a that's a rich laugh. That's a rich... That's, that's a wealthy laugh. That's a wealthy laugh. That's a super, that's not a super villain kind of laugh, though. And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> To me, like, once you get that much money, you have to set the fact that, like, you're just not a regular person anymore. Well, that's why celebrities piss me off. Yeah. Like, celebrities, when they try and relate to the common I person. I so much. It's like... 
it's like you might have been poor at one point, right? Yeah. So you understood it at one point, but like, let's not also act like humans get very accustomed to stuff very quickly. Right? Ricky Gervais would be a good one. You could actually have serious talks with him. Yeah. And Chappelle, too. Yeah. Like, but, um, like, the, you can, like, think about it. When the power goes out, we shit ourselves, dude. Yeah. Because we get so accustomed to electricity like that. Yeah. And then it goes back on, you just forget about it. Yeah. You forget I mean, about what it was like to live without power. Like, these celebrities that are, like, well, I saw a video of, like, Kendall Jenner. Or, no, it was, it was uh, Kylie and, and uh, Chris. They were, oh, they God. shut down the grocery store to yeah. shop. And they're, like, put the cart back. Like, and they were the only ones there. It's, like, stop, like. You are so disconnected from reality. It's yeah. not even funny. Yeah, and like the, I'm not blaming you for that, but I'm blaming you for trying to act like you're no, not. It's impossible to stay connected. I mean, like I just think, I mean, even LeBron, who I generally think does put in effort to like relate to like quote unquote regular people, just because that's where he came from. You came from that. We respect that. But now that you're not that, don't pr- try and portray. And I don't think he does. I don't think he does either. But I'm, but a lot of celebrities do. A lot of celebrities definitely do. It's like you live in a different world. They do live in a different world. You're like, not in the same world as me. World. Yeah, you're like, not in the same world. Like when they colonize the moon, you're asking, you're gonna live there. Yeah, and we're not. Yeah, you're <laughs> literally gonna live in it. Like, I don't think that's an exaggeration at all. No. When they colonize different planets, me and you aren't gonna be the people going there. It's gonna be the probably world. not. No. Or or us if if we make it. Yeah. But who knows? But I, I mean, well, I'm not gonna want to go. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Go. I'll just thug it out here. Yeah. I, mean, I don't care unless unless something happens and like. We gain immortality. I don't want immortality. Sure, but if we did, you'd want to live forever. That would suck. I don't know. Probably Dude, no, because everything would be meaningless. Yeah. Think about that. Maybe I don't know. The only reason life is important and somewhat fun at certain points <laughs> is yeah. because it ends. Yeah. If you I mean, had all the time in the world, what would you be doing right now? I, I mean, I'd rather live 200 years than 100 years, though. Right now, if I could just give you 100 more years, you'd be like, yeah. yeah. I'd take 100 more years. Really? Yeah. Would you finish? I mean... Assuming I don't... I mean, if I have to spend those years, it's like a freakish abomination of like... No, 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 no. It might fall apart, and like, it would be like... But like, if I could be like a 50-year-old... Yeah, how do you age then? Half. Half a year. Like... Basically, like, if you're at 100, you're more like 50. Okay. I don't know. I mean, maybe I just wouldn't like being old, though. I mean, that's a factor. Let's say the max age you get. Easy to say that. Now, if, if I could be my current age for 200 years, I'd do that easily. Rather than just living normally, I think. I don't think it's even close. Then you don't get the same experience, though, because you don't really get to grow old. Yeah. It's true. That's part of it. That's part of it. So, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want... Th- I wouldn't want to live forever, that's damn. That yeah, damn. I guess that's true. Living forever would be a hard sell, for sure. An extra 100 years would be cool. An extra 100 years would be nice, I think. Because, like, dude, you would not want to do anything if you were here for... Right. Well, that's... I mean, I would, I would just chill out. I just... Yeah, you'd be doing drugs every day. I would. Yeah. Yeah, and then you'd be, like, doing that for, like, forever. That's terrible. It's like imprisonment. Well, I guess. It's my choice. I don't have to do drugs every day. Yeah, what are you going to do, though? That's how much money I have, I guess. I mean, if you have infinity, it's going to be pretty... That's going to suck pretty bad when you're here forever and you still are poor. Yeah, that would... There's definitely some people that would still be poor. I'd like to think if I was here forever, I could build up enough bands to, like, be wealthy. But, like, I don't know. Yeah. 
You know? I don't know. Podcast is getting pretty long. Yeah, what do we have right now? Hour forty. Jeez. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for listening. The first video. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Once again, yeah. Thanks for watching. Um, and hey, listen, we got a sponsor for this podcast. Shout out Jello Ball. It allowed us to do the video thing in the first place. Wouldn't have been possible without yes. us help. And we answered some of his questions. And, yeah. Uh, send us some more questions. Send us more questions. You know, if anybody wants to be a guest on the pod. We do. We have some people that want to be guests. We have some females that want to be guests, which I think a little female energy would be good. Maybe. Because then we can get checked on all the relationship BS we spew for like an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be an interesting dynamic to see what the female brain thinks like. Yeah. I still think, yeah, I I still want to try to do like a podcast where we rank food live. Maybe rank Beers would be good. Beers would be good. Beers would be way easier. Could we do every light beer? (sighs) Every light beer? I wouldn't be that expensive. I don't even like light beer, though. What were we supposed to do? Rank craft beers that no one would know what we're talking about? Well, that's the hard part. I think ranking light beers would be fun because they're all kind of the same, but slightly different. It'd be like ranking chicken sandwiches. We could do something. I don't know. I think it'd be also very interesting if you and I went to every local brewery and tried, like, two beers there. Yeah. In, like, a span of, like, a Saturday. Yeah. And just had someone drive us around. Mm-hmm. And then we re- could, like, record a 30-second review of it. And then we oh, could just... Yeah, it'd be, like, vlogging. We could do that. I don't care. Yeah, or we could write it down. I don't know. Yeah, no, we could do whatever. We could do whatever. I think ranking stuff would work. Um, if you have an idea... Yeah, we'll thing, or we sure. could just get a IPA variety pack. Yeah. Sure. And rank a bunch of different IPAs, and we could just get absolutely... Blitzed yeah. I just think on the would, pod. I think I think it would, if I think we were gonna rank beers live on a pod, it should be beers. That what if we did like a case race on the pod, and just talked race? like this, but we did like a case race between each other? You're drinking a lot of beer. Yeah. I don't know. We could do that. That'd be kind of funny. I think. That'd, be I funny. think that'd make a good pod. I just think it would be better if we were just like, why not just get instead of doing that, just get like a, I don't know, just like rank different drinks you would see in a frat house, like. Different light beers. We could throw Twee on there. Throw some seltzers on there. Yeah, we could do that. We could just rank them. I could rank those now, though. We we've no, had those. Yeah, but it's better to do it live. It is better to do it live. So well, let's let them decide. Yeah. Well, it's Would you guys want to see us rank stuff? Would you guys want to see us just literally compete against each other in a case race or something, or just do this? Yeah. Do you want to see a guest on here? Do you, what do you want to see? Yeah, let us, let us know. know. There, there are a lot of different things we could rank. I think chicken sandwiches is a good one for like, good one. cost. Uh, pizza might be a little more expensive, but we can do that too. Yeah, it'd be harder. Um, we could get something from like the grocery store, like different flavors of something. Yeah. Like different flavors of, I don't know. We could get like a pack of high noons, right? Different flavors of that. Not a big salty guy. No, I'm not doing that. Alright, fair enough. I think the different light beers thing is a good idea. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I think it's a good idea. Alright. But, alright. Thanks, uh, thanks for, uh. Thanks for watching. Yeah. And, um, until next time, we've been. Jake and John. Good morning.